are right. And this is life. This is Bottled Soccer Talk podcast, episode number 86. Or no, I'm sorry, 85. And uh, once you, again, two guys. Single. Yeah. Two mics, two pints. And uh, man, uh, psh, there's so much to talk about. But first of all, how are you? Oh, man. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> how about yourself, man? Oh, I'm flying. I'm good. I'm buzzing. There you go. And uh, man, after today's events, man, uh, I, I know it's I know it's it's a little much for what it is, but uh, we'll get into it in just a second, man. Um, but you know, a lot has happened. We say that every week, but this time, I, I think, uh, I mean, we've started this off too many times, but on a somber tone, right? But we we do have to acknowledge this first and kind of get it out of the way and. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little butthurt about it. Um, yeah. You know, you, and I know I said I was in a good mood, but it, it's, it's something that's been on my mind since Saturday. And uh, of course, that's what happened in Mexico and Liga Mekis with um, with the bullshit that happened between Querétaro and Atlas. And um, yeah, I didn't watch the game live, but I, I think I was watching the Galaxy game when uh, when I started looking at my Twitter and seeing the videos of uh, the the riot basically that happened. So, you know, what, what was going on was, I think it's like the seventh or eighth fixture of uh, Liga Mekis. And um, the ultras from, from Querétaro got into it with uh, Atlas fans. Atlas, the defending champions and everything, and everything spilled onto the stadium, onto the pitch. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. They, they beat up a lot of the Atlas fans uh, with no regard for who was wearing the Atlas shirt. Man, woman, child, doesn't matter. They, they went after them. And uh, there was, I don't know, it was just horrific scenes. Uh, what are, I guess, what are your thoughts on what happened there or if, or if you can add anything to that? No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's possible to have any other opinion than that. It was a tragedy. Something, Catastrophe. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Um, well, it was well documented for one. Something that we've never had the experience for, you know. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I was re- reading a piece about how in Egypt something similar to this happened in maybe like 2017 14. or 14. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So and this, the league was uh, shut down for two years because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, that's not going to happen. But it, it was just um, it, beyond football. It's about humanity, and I and you also kind of struggle to believe that people are are able to stoop that low. Uh, one thing is is finding another man mano a mano. That's one thing. There, there's like shit talking, right? Yeah, shit, shit talking. Your rivalry, you have your chance against each other. There's fades. There's there, you, th- it happens all the time. I'm but sure. But you're targeting kids I'm and sure. women. That's with ah oh, man. Uh, yeah, and the, me the off, one yeah. the one scene that kind of broke my heart was there was a, a family of four where it was oh wow there was um, a man, his wife, and their two children. Yeah, yeah. The kid had his shirt off. Had to, yeah. Had, had to, to because, because anybody with the Atlas shirt was being targeted. On Imagine that. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm a father. I'm a father, too. I have a son that's four years old. If I'm somewhere and he has to take off his shirt, I have to take off his shirt so he can be safe. And we're running for basically our lives because there, there was no official reported deaths at the venue. But from a lot of accounts, from a lot of the footage that I've unfortunately seen, I don't know how that number is still zero. <laughs> Officially, anyway, and uh, I, you know, I believe a lot of the accounts that say that there was very dozens of deaths, but anyway, um, seeing that broke my heart, dude. Yeah, um, you know, and and that's uh, one problem that 
you know, it's a, a larger problem, and I, I wish that there were some steps for it to become better, but transparency, credibility, one thing is the team, another thing is the league, how credible are they, and, and another level, the government, the security, um, the law enforcement, where are you? Um, what, what's going on? Because I think in most developed countries, things like this should not happen. By the third hour, fourth, fifth, or sixth hour, we should know how many casualties there are. That hasn't been clean. There's been conflicting reports. I think that's super problematic, and I think it's a bad look considering this is a country that may be helping to host a, a World Cup soon. Yeah, and that's yeah. problematic. Um, so, so I mean, I think this has been a long time coming because there was a lot of a uh, there there was a lot of uh, not similar events. Well, yeah, similar events where where two teams are just fighting against each other, and again, this happens everywhere, but. Uh, Supposedly, there was no uh, state police uh, providing security in the Querétaro Stadium. Right. Like Corregidora is, is, is what it's called. Uh, so um, th- that, that in itself isn't, isn't something that, oh, it just happened to be that, that day. That, that must have been something that was, that was uh, an issue for a long time, you know? And uh, Yeah, not to this level, but it got to it. And it almost seems like... Like there was, like security or whoever, it almost seems like they were complicit in, in what occurred. There was footage of of security literally turning their back and not minding the the uh, Querétaro ultras. Uh, in Spanish, I guess they call them barras. Yeah, and uh, there you can see them running through the through the corridor and the securities. Minding his own business. Yeah, there's reports of the security allowing even the Querétaro fans to to corral the fans, the Atlas fans in. Because they came from all directions. Yeah, and um, it, it goes to show the tribalism that does come with football and supporting your local team. These these are two teams that, uh, I guess, geographically aren't too far. It's kind of like a local, um, I wouldn't say a derby, but it's a rivalry to some extent. Um, not, not like Chivas uh, Atlas, but... You know, in terms of uh, and it's funny because uh, a similar incident happened a few years ago between Atlas and Chivas, mm-hmm. where, where the crowd was getting into the. But there was like riot, there was riot police and stuff. Re- that's ready to that's my question. That that's the, what was missing. Where was that? You know. Yeah. And 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 I and I'm not trying to to shit on Atlas or their fans. I'm sure there was some provocation on their end as well. They were winning the game one nil uh, quite handedly. They're the I champions, heard. so they're you know yeah. they got their chest out right now. Of course, um, of course, in every match. And and most people can take that and 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 move on with it and just swallow their crow or whatever you know. But unfortunately, these people couldn't control their temperament and they got to this level. And Querétaro fans and the Barras, as they call them, have that reputation for being hardmen, as do Atlas to some extent. And that clash. I can't believe it wasn't foreseen previously. You see, you can imagine something could happen here. I, yeah. I just, I'm still yeah. in awe uh, that Again, that I think it's just been a long time coming, and right now it was just like the perfect uh, shitstorm that occurred uh, for everything. And, it, I mean, the videos are just ridiculous. Yeah, it's... it's um, the, the, the lack of humanity, man. Yeah, and, because and some people were already beat senseless, but after that they were even humiliated... Stripped down. down and um, it's like stuff that should never happen. I, I, w- I was getting chills watching it. Uh, yeah. I was getting the, the, the videos on Twitter kind of real time. Yeah. And uh, fuck, man. It was a. Uh, it put like a knot in my stomach. Uh, you know, we can be passionate about sports. Like, I, I think back to the time when you said that uh, 
that city lost the Champions League and you were just kind of sitting there like mm-hmm. with your head your uh, your uh, head in your hands and and just bummed out right that that's passion that's that's sports we're, yeah. we're supposed to feel those kind of things football is not life and death no no it I, I i need to i feel like i need to repeat that it is not life and death we, we shouldn't be we can we can argue we can bicker we can talk shit we can make fun of each other but when you get to the point where you're bashing someone's head in that's clearly unconscious leaking blood yeah, yeah. That's that's beyond sports. That's you taking advantage of a situation that got out of control. Yeah, and, and we, you know you see that every now and then with with not not necessarily in sports, just people beefing it. When when you see someone unconscious, not able to defend themselves, you should stop, man. Yeah, that's and in for, any case, for, for these guys, I think they they were looking for that excuse, and they to an extent enjoy that. Yeah, no, totally. I I, I totally agree with that, and um, you know. Moving on from that, the the ramifications now, the consequences, do you feel, or maybe you can advise us on what were the consequences, do you feel that it was enough? Well, there was uh, a lot of calling for Querétaro to, to be banned uh, indefinitely uh, from from uh, Mexican football altogether, from especially first division, right? Right. Um, I feel... I feel like that's we're, we're we're kind of in a society right now where a lot of people are are very like things are very black and white where you have to cancel them all together. Yep, you, you just got to yeah. get rid of them like no matter what. Make an example. Yeah. Ma- ma- make an example of him and this and that. And uh, there's no there's no regard for for context and there's no regard for for the surrounding uh, beneficiaries of these organizations, people, what have you. Um, I think that banning them outright from football, first division football altogether is too extreme of a move. Um, but I think that the that the punishment was also way too lax. I think the, the Mexican Federation sort of just washed their hands over it. And, uh, you know, forcing forcing the owners to sell is also kind of too too easy on them. I, I know a lot of people are calling for that. Uh, because they're they're billionaires, man. They're they're going or at, at the very least multimillionaires. They're going to make their money back. They're going to, you know, tidy off of that. I don't think that's right either. Um, yeah. But, but I think what they got essentially was a slap on the wrist. And I know you, we have to consider that Querétaro has academy. They have a women's team. They have under seventeens. Yeah. And those sort of systems. So banning them outright, I think, would be detrimental to a ton of people. Not even just players, staff, and you know employees and all that. And the fans that that don't believe in that. The and, fans and the fans that, that didn't participate. Well. Yeah, there's fans. There's fans that are are good people. May didn't didn't demonstrate that this weekend. But I'm saying like in general, fans at home even who know how to act, who know yeah. how to behave, who I I don't I feel like this is an an unfair um, representation of Querétaro as a whole. But yeah, 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 then again, given the gravity of what happened. Um, I think it. I think yeah. I think it was a little light. They they were fined uh, 1.5 million pesos, which equates to 70,000, just just over 70,000 U.S. dollars. Right. So like a like a Camaro SS, you know, <laughs> for a professional uh, sports organization, that's jack shit. Even if it is Mexico, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's too light on its own. Then there was a. They're, Querétaro's still going to play this season. Right. Uh, but they're going to be... Their home games are going to be behind closed doors. 
I, I, that's I think is a good step. That that that's the bare minimum. I think that's yeah. The, yeah, again, that's the bare minimum. I also what else was it that uh, oh, and one of the new policies is uh, visiting ultras are not allowed. Are not allowed, us, but that's league wide. Yeah, yeah, and that's weird. Like, how how do you gauge who's an ultra? Well, yeah, that's one thing. Is, is it just all the way fans, or what is it? I I really yeah, that's what I'm I was I'm still unclear about. I guess we'll see as it is it as it gets enforced. Like but. when you when you buy tickets, do you, do you register as an ultra? I, I, that doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand how you can yeah. enforce that. I'm not too familiar with how the season ticket or if season tickets exist in in, in the league, but I, I imagine sure it's something to that effect. But I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, what a ball. It's going to be interesting oh, to see what happens uh, going forward. I mean, not only in terms of, of the punishment, but, like, what kind of um, PR spin this can take on a grand scale, on a global scale, how teams feel coming to Mexico now. Do they feel safe? Um, you know, yeah, that's there, something that's there, being there's tossed around. that side of the story, too. And um, and I don't agree with that, by the I, way. I think that it's hyperbolic, right? It's extreme. To be, to, to be yeah. like, oh, is Mexico safe? Bitch, you vacation in Mexico. You guys yeah, go yeah. to Tulum, uh, Cabo. You go to fucking go, go, yeah. You go to you, um, you go Cancun, Cancun. You know, Mancun. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. But you know, and I think I think a lot of the the U.S. fan base is kind of using it. I don't know. I, I've seen some xenophobia already, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but it's also it's it's also using uh, as a way of. Of increasing that little measuring stick that that's that you that goes back and forth between Mexico and U.S. Yeah, in a yeah. football sense, like well, there's we money can't on the line. That. There's money on the line, and look, if, if Canadians, I'm gonna include them as well, and Americans, and the owners, and the people who run the show in terms of fixtures and match day si- ticket sales, if they have ability to spin a PR twist on this and get enough backlash on it and everything. They will push for we, more games to be played know, in North America. Yeah, we know that's going to happen. And, and so it makes sense. And I, I mean, I hope it doesn't come down to that because, you know, the Azteca is a historic stadium. And, and I'm sure they have the not only the funds, but the capacity to have good security. But it's time to demonstrate this in every stadium and, and you know, just show more humility. Yeah, it has to be like a wake-up call for the rest of the league to... to if you guys thought you were going to get away with, with providing the most lax security... In these environments, these guys are drunk, right? Yeah. These guys are talking all types of shit. You, you can't get away with that anymore. I'm sorry, son. Yeah. And I think, like, again, I, I'm going to harp on this again, but the tribalism that exists, because it's your team from Querétaro, um, you know, the security, from what I hear, patted down all the uh, Atlas fans very well. They didn't even like let them take rings in, no, no like, coins, nothing, nothing that can be used as an object of, of threat. While the Querétaro fans were allowed to come in breezy, and they had like shanks, things like that. Uh, I've, there's reports of weapons being snuck in, like firearms and stuff. There was shots fired outside the stadium. It's like you know, there, it's got to be an even playing field for everyone, you know, t- to feel safe. You can't now. You don't feel safe bringing kids, your your wife, your girl yeah, to games dude, because I, it's yeah. like fuck, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, uh, it kind of does um, also give me a different insight on on what to be thankful for when i go to games because i go to games all the time and it's always kind of a hassle right it's like oh this fucking line is long yeah. i already scanned my ticket why why do i gotta wait and there's like and you now, know there's there's people everywhere watching and and they you know they take care of that very well sometimes too seriously but that's needed and and this was a good demonstration why it's needed um but yeah yeah um 
every now and then we we uh, we just find when there's mass events and bullshit happens. You remember that thing that happened in Mandalay Bay a few years back? Yeah, yeah. Um, even Dodger Stadium here nearby. Dodger you know, Stadium. I mean, even as recent as the Rams Niners game, there's people left in critical condition. It happens, like, but never on this grand scale. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was. This was massive, man. Um, initially, it was like 17 deaths reported, right? Right. And I mean, the the craziest thing is seeing people laid out on like literally 10 feet away from the touchline. Yeah, that should never fucking happen. You know, like mm-hmm. that's in that was a. Uh, you know, in, in National Geographic, they have Times photos of the decade. That's a photo of the decade. Like, you won't see that too mm-hmm. often. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. And uh, I do appreciate Hernan Cristantes, the Querétaro manager's uh, kind of reaction during in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he opened the, the locker room doors for a lot of, even including the Atlas fans, you know, just fans that were just seeking refuge from, from the chaos yeah. of everything. And I saw, yeah. Was he, you know, his statements on everything were very, um, you know, they, they, I felt like he had good things to say about everything that actually occurred. Um, it's, not the, it's not the players' faults. You know? No, that's the biggest thing. That's the people who suffer a lot now, too. <laughs> yeah, in terms of reputation. You know, so I just, I think taking the team away in just as a as one fell swoop is extremely inappropriate um and uh that part of it i'm kind of glad that didn't happen and i know a lot of people will disagree with that oh but they're calling for it heavy i'm like I know. just think it's, about it for a second man there's like, just so many lives that are depending on it and and then there's a lot of i, I have heard the opinion there's like well it's just like losing any other job just go find another job it's like, <sighs> really especially in mexico yeah you know get the fuck out of here whoa as a footballer too, those those other teams are filled. You can't just force your way in, right? Well, MLS yeah. will welcome them, maybe. Although Querétaro was maybe not having the best season, but ooh, what a mag! Um, Damn. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we touched every base on that tragedy. Um, we'll we'll continue touching on on the details that develop. Yeah, yeah. yeah right yeah. now, it's still very raw. Um, there's not a lot of details. The fact that we don't know the official death toll or the casual casualty toll. And the fact that there is talk about, you know, things not being accurately documented due to liability issues is sickening to me. That that's something that's, it's just all bad, you know. You know, there's a lot of things also that came out too. I, I'm I'm sorry to kind no, of drag no. it on, but like the ownership, we I kind of touched on this. They're able to kind of cash out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the season, they're they're able to to sell. Well, they have to sell the team. Uh, but you know, one thing came out is one of the the part owners of Querétaro is also a, an agent right, in Mexico right. representing players. And this kind of goes to show the, the corruption and, and the conflict of interest that that permeates within uh, Mexican football. Oh, oh my wow. what a Lord. Save. What um, a save. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're currently watching uh, New, or- New Orleans, uh, New England Revolution against uh, Pumas. Mountain Tiger, uh, Mountain Lions. Uni, yeah, Los Universitarios. That was my uh, elementary uh, mascot. I always used the to love that jersey growing up. By the way, it was like cool, you know. It's like a. I, I never, I never liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, we're watching that game in the background. Uh, Revolution up currently one nil, seventieth, seventy first minute uh, goal by Sebastian Legit, uh, American international, ex Galaxy player. <laughs> He's French. No, no, American international. Oh, no, like, uh, like oh, of descent, he's Argentine. Ah, yeah, yeah, uh, former West Ham player as well. Interesting. Not uh, a lot of people know uh, that. Interesting lineage there. I didn't, I didn't know. It's not a very common name. 
Ba 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 ba. Yeah. Oh man. He runs a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, uh, Revolution up now two 0 But moving on. Um, I know for you, Atlas has some kind of a personal connection. Have you heard anything? Have you gotten any opinions from your side of the camp? <laughs> no, uh, actually, I've been meaning to talk to my dad about it because uh, he grew up in a predominantly Atlas. He's from Guadalajara, so that's right. He grew up in a predominantly uh, Atlas-based uh, fan uh, home. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't had a chance to speak with the old man, and uh, I, I will soon. Um, but yeah, I've, I've actually just been so pissed about. I'm like, I'm so I'm, I'm Mexican American, and. I don't know. I, I'm this may be cheesy, but I also feel a little ashamed, man. Like just a yeah. little bit. Yeah, just course, like yeah. this happened from my people, my culture. You know, it's I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's the way they acted as well isn't a surprise. You we, know, I, I we we know our people. We were predisposed. I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't paint such a broad brush, but the just the facilities of corruption and and predisposition to violence and all that shit man it's it's sickening man and i don't know i, I just feel a little ashamed yeah just, just a part of me just feels yeah. some sort of shame even though i'm so far removed from from it not to I sound like too cool but we're we're privileged we're in a privileged position to not have to worry <laughs> about these things to not think about them well, this shit wouldn't i don't know if it, it i don't think it would happen here just my apologies way, yeah, um, yeah no sorry uh drop my keys but uh yeah no it's hard to envision it happening in the states it's just when we go to events, right, uh, there's cops everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been to to uh, a stadium or any kind of match, whether it's basketball or anything, where there's not cops everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're blocking the streets. They're, they're guiding traffic. They're all, there's almost too many and of them. I've been to Lake Games where they have um, uh, sobriety checkpoints. Uh, I know? hate that, yeah. I mean, don't drink and drive people, but, you know, it's a bit extra at times. But maybe <laughs> it's better that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe um, we you avoid calamities as such as the one that we just ranted we, on. Yeah, but um, uh, man, yeah. we 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 started kind of happy, you know. Obviously, you're talking, you're kind of still coming off of that high of oh, man. the Madrid win, but yeah. we had to touch on this because it's very important, very relevant. I think so. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's 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 a very huge thing, and it has it might have implications in the future. I mean, FIFA washed their hands of it, even even the own Mexican Federation sort of. Did the bare minimum that might be acceptable, right? Um, yeah, and maybe the the public court of opinion is is going to sway them a little further in in the near future. We don't know, uh, but yeah, it's it, it might you know, especially leading into the World Cup in in four years. Uh, that's gonna the Mexico's going to host a few games. Yeah, it might might might, might affect it. Might want to stay away from some of the you know more remote stadiums. Got to keep it in Azteca if I'm, you know, if I'm honest. But yeah, like the more metropolitan cities, the more I want to say developed cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Querétaro's, you know, DF. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on from that, I think uh, the next, the next big thing, actually, do uh, you mention the World Cup, man? Before we we kind of uh, stray from that, uh, I think uh, I think FIFA finally came to their senses and they're they're not they're not going to do the biennial World Cup anymore. 
There's a rumor of that. Anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's official yet, but... Well, it was never official, but... There's too many people against it for it to go through, I feel. I, I don't know if it's... Yeah. But there's people that are, have very powerful positions that, that still believe in that it. That are so, into it, yeah. So, it, we don't know, but... I mean, it's a stupid idea. We've we've gone over this a lot of times, but that's some good news for sure. And um, it's we have enough football as it is. As much as I love football, I think every four years, that's good. Yeah, it's just yeah, the right it, time. Yeah, know? it's not a party if it happens every day. Yeah, I've said exactly. that many times. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on to lighter news uh, for me. Anyway, I, I who the twelve PSG fans uh, that started playing FIFA in two thousand. I don't know sixteen. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but uh, Real Madrid, grande. Yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid uh, turns it around, man. Uh, played completely awful, dog shit, zero shots on target <laughs> in the first match. Uh, I don't want to say dominated, but nah, yeah, showed it, out. They, they, they a tale did of two they, halves, they, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of, because the first half was kind of even. Yeah, yeah. The sure. first half was pretty even, but Real Madrid really... They went down in the first half towards the end, uh, uh, compliments of an Mbappe goal, who, who might have been able to get three. He was offside on, on a couple of them that were pulled back. And then missed a few. I mean, credit because it's a tough angle, great, probably the best keeper in the world. But, you know, he had his chances, and those chances that sometimes you don't hit, um, sometimes off of misfortune or fortune, come back to bite you. The goal you. that he did score was nice. Oh, it was nice for yeah, sure. Like, for he sure. faked going to far post. Some and people then... were kind of shitting on Courtois. They thought they should he should have saved that, but I think... Um, <sighs> he got him wrong-footed. <laughs> yeah, he got him wrong-footed. Um, Mbappe did well to, he, to fake he, the outside. He opened up for for an outside shot, but, but ended up putting it near post. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There and he almost much... got to it, though. That's the crazy part. I think yeah. that's what makes people think that he should have got to it, but no. And, and people get people get led astray because of that, but those... Man, it's, it's tough. It's t- And when you don't know what Mbappe's going to do. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm so impressed right now with the Revolution's players. It's a bunch of, like, former guys that, like... I mean, there's, like, at least three or four former Galaxy players there I recognize. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, these guys have a lot of old heads. <laughs> um, I was legit. Um, oh, he's probably like 30. I mean, he's not too old, but I'm talking about like Altador, um, Altador McNamara, yeah. who just came in. Emma Boateng used to play for Galaxy. Mm. I don't know if you saw Omar Gonzalez. He plays in the I back did, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. I, I was about to say, I was going to say, it's like kind of weird to see him. In there like, he is, yeah. Um, in a, yeah I weird. thought he had retired. I thought so too, but you know, he's shown that he still can play and, you know, he's a big, big body. Um, yeah, and, but anyways, back to what we were talking about. I mean... Yeah, you know, it was insane because I, I thought that actually Madrid would do enough to tie the game to go into extra time. And I thought at that point it's anybody's game. But the third goal came and, it you know, it reminds me of myself when I play FIFA and everything that can go wrong goes wrong. I mean, from the from the standpoint that PSG could not get out of their own half and I was impressed with uh, Real Madrid's pressure which was able to be ensured with the subbing of Rodrigo and Camavinga, young legs, hungry legs, and it worked. And and the, the, the key point here being you have a world-class striker who on minimal chances can fil- finish them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had yeah. three quick chances from the 60th to the 90th. Yeah. Finish each chance to a T, and that's what it takes, you know? That's what it takes in these well, kind of tournaments. Well, he was knocking uh, the whole game. He was beating... Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of interesting because uh, Benzema was beating uh, Marquinhos uh, on headers the yeah. whole game. I think he beat him, like, on three or four headers. It was kind of weird. The, and, the marking and, was bad. I mean, and, he was open as fuck, yeah, you know? And Marquinhos, uh, he's... 
kind of a uh, an aerial. Threat. Yeah, he's an aerial specialist. So for Benzema to, to beat him on the position every time, I, th- I thought was kind of crazy. But that also goes to speak of Benzema's positioning and his timing. And the the, the balls played in too. You yeah, know? yeah, the balls played in. And man, what a! If we're gonna talk about that, you got to talk about Vinny had a great game. Modric, 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 Modric was got, the, the second got, best player. For Godrich me. was amazing. Uh, Gamavinga, I, th- I thought his sub when, when he came on was. Perfect was yeah. a, a game changer completely. He was uh, handling that mid, yeah, like yeah. nobody's business. And I think I think that's also what he helped knows nullify Messi. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was also on Neymar's ass too. Neymar, I don't know if, if you can say that was a good game of his. First half was amazing. He had he played in a few good passes, made a few good runs. But I mean, second half it was like I said, it was night M- and day. Messi was able to drop deep in the first half, and he was really good in the first half. Yeah, I, he was I thought good. Messi was pretty good, and then in the second half. Ghost. Yeah, yeah. They, they called him. Uh, I, I tweeted this. They they called him uh, the ghost of the Bernabeu. The the Bernabeu, and mm. rightly so, just as invisible in the second half. Right. Because he, let, he let's not forget up. the track record, though. I mean, the, the stats are pretty well, good. And then you think about the penalty that he missed. That that was saved. I oh guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to think about that, and damn, that would have changed everything, right? Well, yeah, in the grand scheme. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like uh, Madrid came out and played. They started the game off so much stronger than than the first leg, right? And uh, again, the runs by Vinny. He was the first game. I felt like Hakimi was able to control that that uh, I guess left for for Madrid and right for for them. Yeah. And in this match, he was he was. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say toyed, but Vinny Vinny had a lot of space. Yeah. And the way that that PSG played, they're very open. They want to spread the field as far as possible. It wasn't really working uh, in the second half uh, with without any of, of the midfield that they're usually able to rely on. Yeah. Uh, they, they were cut off. Godrich was was running everywhere, and Camavinga was making sure that that Verratti and Messi weren't able to link up. I thought, um, you know, Mbappe. Was the was the avenue to go through, and he proved it. I, I he gave Carvajal a tough night. The moment, and this is crazy. You might remember this moment you, for sure. You will. There was a moment where Mbappe got the ball. He was gonna have like a Gareth Bale Bartra moment, but Carvajal said, oh, "Fuck Carvajal it, I'm gonna eat did, the yellow." The tactical foul. Yeah, I'm gonna eat the yellow, and then everything from then on, it's like something shifted. It was like. Real Madrid wanted more, and then from that point on is when Madrid started dominating well, the ball more. They, they were also like we can talk about the PSG errors, right? The error from uh, Dollar Ruma. Oh, that was fucking trash. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they, you have a case for a foul. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. say that there that there definitely wasn't. Uh, it's a tough match, right? I'm okay with but, the no call. Yeah, though, yeah, exactly, exactly. Obviously, I am, but you know, it's football, right? It's a contact sport. Just because he's a keeper doesn't mean you can't touch him. He's got to fucking boot it, you know? That's my thing. It's like you're not good at he playing was, the ball out late, for the back. And he, I guess he didn't see Vinicius somehow. Yeah, yeah. Vinicius ran onto it. Ooh, nice little take. Um, Vinicius ran onto it. And I, I felt at that time, I felt like he took too long. I was like, shit, dude, he's like, he's he, he let it go. Yeah, because he allowed the keeper to get back. And, and Marquinhos was able to get in a good position to defend, and and uh, Dolaruma was also able to, oh wow, uh, was able to get in in a decent position to save it. But Benzema just kind of was able to squeak it through for the 
for the one uh, one goal. The awareness uh, too, though, because Benzema was offside and he came back, and you know that's common knowledge. But I mean, yeah, yeah. some people get trigger happy, you know, mm-hmm. and, and maybe would have stayed there. Or but no, it was you know from that distance you expect Benzema to hit, and anybody he didn't. Any any, uh, any striker worth their worth their uh, um, weight in but, gold, Werner. Ah. Uh, uh, you that one time? Oh, um, yeah, me, myself. Oh, man. Thankfully, well, you're not a striker. You're more of a I'm more creative of a, wiener. I'm like Sterling, actually, to be fair. I, mm. I shit on Sterling a lot, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm like him a lot for real. I bottle a lot, but I get into the <laughs> positions to create the play. I do everything right, but. Uh, I don't know if I would say Sterling. I would say. Uh, Jesus and Abbas? Nah, man. Nah. Uh, uh, man, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be thinking about this. Javier Aquino? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm better out. than that. But we we need a better. Uh, I mean, not an winger though. For those yeah. wondering, so. yeah, yeah, uh, a Mares type. Yeah, yeah, got, got that, got that uh, crazy little fake. Uh, but, I wish, uh, man. Yeah, we can talk about the mistakes that PSG made, but <laughs> Real Madrid were fucking knocking. Yeah, no, they they had their chances. Vinicius I, had all the space in the world to to create, and I felt like he bottled a few chances. Anytime the ball went to his left foot, he kind of froze a little bit. Yeah, but you, you know, you mentioned the, the fake. I I love the Benzema. He, I mean, sorry, um, Bappe, he was offside, but he did that where oh, he, he the lets little, the ball do the work. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's my favorite thing to do. And um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I wish that counted in a way because the move was beautiful. But he, he was did offside. a little step over. Step over, uh, yeah. Uh, Courtois ate it completely. When yeah. that happened, I was I just grabbed my head. I was like, mm, that's no, it, dude. That's the, because they were still down 1-0 at that point, I think. Yeah, that would have been a, a – but, you know, rightfully called offside. Yeah, but, I mean, in the grand scheme, though – I mean, it was a great tie, only separated by one goal in totality. But Mbappe, I think had, it was fair reflection. Mbappe had three goals called off, huh? Yeah. Shit, man. Three goals called off, and, and you know, he was their main He was avenue, their best player, yeah. You know, but, uh, uh, you know, credit credit to Courtois. I mean, he was he was put under the cosh. Yeah. Without those saves, I mean. Yeah, he had, a different I think, game. two saves against Mbappe. And uh, really, PSG didn't really get a whole lot of accuracy in their they weren't very efficient with their opportunities, but uh, neither were Madrid. Madrid uh, knocked and knocked, and uh, they they got they got a couple of uh, of uh, fortunate bounces. The second in, uh, in Benzema goal uh, kind of came off the leg of uh, of Marquinhos and it went in. I think that was still going in. But Marquinhos, yeah, had a had a, a oh, I had a howler. <laughs> yeah, bad bad game from him. Bad yeah. game from Donnarumma. Uh, L'Equipe. I kept calling. Uh, I keep seeing uh, Dolaruma. Oh, uh, I, I, I think that's hilarious. That's why I keep saying. You should it, just call him Bummeruma because that's what he really is. But do you think Navas really would have made a difference? Mm, I I can't say that with certainty. He's old, but I mean, <laughs> no, I mean he's old. He's not as good as he used to be. But the narrative would have been cool. It's like saying if Sergio Ramos would have started. Yeah, there's there's always that. Well, they should have done this. They should have done that. It's easy to say, man. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It's how yeah, can we'll, you we'll actually know. how can you say that with your chest and and fully you know wrap yourself around it? Yeah, I mean it, everybody gets their day and and Kaylor Navas should probably start, but I mean he should go to another team. Really, I mean I I feel like he's been constantly disrespected by PSG for for a while. I, I felt like he was kind of disrespected by Real Madrid. Yeah, to an extent, yeah, for sure. But I mean it was the right call in the end. I mean Courtois. Courtois, not much to say about you know. Him. If you go by the first season, you know everyone was calling for his head, and uh, ever since then, I think it's his, is it his third or fourth season now? Man, it feels like he's been there forever. I think I think it's his fuck, man. I don't even know. I think fourth now, third. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm getting beside the point. Uh, 
I, other than Benzema, man, there there was a few good performances. Uh, I'm happy with Vinny, Godrich, even Alaba, and and, uh, and um, oh man, what's the Brazilian center back? Oh yeah, uh, Militao. <laughs> Militao. Yeah. Like, fuck. I was. I wanted to say Mutinho, and I knew that was way off. Oh man, I was. I was so. I I watched the the second half by myself, uh, and I was just screaming. And, yeah, you you sounded pretty like. Uh, dejected when you left because we were watching the first half uh, yeah. at, at work but i mean yeah, yeah i mean man. i even thought i was like you know what like i thought the game was gonna end up in a tie he, my pre pre-game he, prediction but man like you know yeah yeah and i and i think that uh that the first half was even it was really good by the way it was really good because both teams had their chances but psg were just more dangerous because of they they were able to find the the outlet for for mbappe Madrid, because they were pressing so much uh, early on, uh, they had to go with a higher line. And I'm, with having an Mbappe, you're not really you're leaving yourself exposed a whole lot. Yeah. And uh, the goal that he had was amazing. And again, he had three called off that that were tight. The the last goal where he stepped over Courtois was clearly offside, but the other ones were pretty tight. Yeah, I mean. That that's the one thing I, I also can give uh, Madrid credit for. The back line was was very well disciplined in terms of maintaining yeah. a straight line, mm-hmm. and that's what Ancelotti's known for. Uh, you know, kind of uh, a, a very militant style in terms of how he lines them up. And there was a, a moment, and I'm forgetting the guy's name. He's number two on PSG, but he kept uh, Benzema on side. It might have been Hakimi. He kept Benzema on side, and um, on a play that. If it wasn't for him, he would oh, have yeah. been out. Oh, no, I think you're talking about Kimpembe. It may have been Kimpembe, yeah. And and that just goes to he show the differences in the, in the defensive discipline. That's where PSG lacked the most, and that's where ultimately they got exposed. Oh, yeah, I think c- communication-wise, they, they weren't that good. They if don't you, have I a mean, real If leader. you look at that third goal, uh, uh, um, Marquinhos, I think as a defender, the, the rule of thumb is you don't, if you're not clearing it, you don't play it to the middle. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- that's exactly what he did. And Benzema was able just to get a little f- a flick on it, and it went straight into the goal. I I was yelling, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was so surprised that that even happened. And I think he's public enemy number one in Paris right now, for sure. Marquinhos? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, shit, Donnarumma, too. Donnarumma, yeah. Yeah, they better um, walk around with security, man. <laughs> I mean, as we found out that there's... <laughs> death threats and everything in, in, in sports again it's not that serious but yeah, like, some man, people, people feel that entitlement serious, people feel the entitlement that a player is going to play good every game yeah i don't understand that it's it's a uh, you know those standards are are just not realistic. like have you ever played <laughs> yeah you know how hard when we play those those five aside games it, when you get a, a ball and you're dribbling it it, it even if the defender's not that great, it still feels like you're you're in this like tightest little space. Yeah. So when when you're a professional and you have the best defender on you, or even a world class striker that's pressuring you, that shit's tough. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's fucking tough. It, you, it's a lot of room mistakes. for errors. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a big pitch. Exactly. But yeah. Overall, I mean, um, I know I know it's the round of sixteen. I know there's. But there's credit to it. I mean, I know I said it's just around the 16, but you had the toughest opponent in the round of 16. Um, I, I mean, like in terms of like opposition, nobody else played a tough team. Like, and I was, I think, uh, I, when I when it was drawn, I remember saying, "I love this. 
I love getting the toughest opponent. That, that way, one, you can kind of see what you're about. Right? Yeah. And even though PSG kind of fell apart, it's still a strong win, right? No, yeah, exactly. It's um, PSG at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, it's PSG. They're, they're still... Uh, did they? Oh, no, they didn't top their group because City did. Oh, But it, yeah. it's a tough team, and it's, it's not exactly Leipzig. It's not exactly um, Sporting Lisbon. Bon it's not bon. Salzburg. You know, it's... Yeah. It, it's a big team, and it's really significant. Um, but again, I know it's just the round of 16, but fuck, man, I was hyped, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it was the best draw. You find out a lot about yourself when you play a tough team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you're when you able overcome, to overcome adversity yeah. because, um, well, one thing is going into this game, you're already down. You go into the second half down, even down worse, down Further. bad. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that was the best thing that could have happened, really. Um, whatever happened at halftime in Madrid in that locker room, I'd lo- I would have loved to be a, a fly on the wall. Something changed in there and, and they were fucking motivated. I don't know who led the charge, how it happened. But hey, man, well, you can see that that Benzema and Ma, I'm sorry, Godrich were were the emotional leaders. Yeah, and you you also have steady presences that have been around like Alaba, who's a oh he's yeah he's, he's a, a seasoned yeah he's a winner he's won everything. You you, you get the calmness from Kroos, uh, even Courtois. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, I think uh, shit, I, I think that was a. A, a lot of momentum. weight off off the shoulders of Madrid. You know, we're, we're kind of showing now that okay, we're we're one of the. You guys keep saying that that we're not having the greatest season or we're not the greatest team. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we're not at that Cristiano, Bale, Ramos, uh, Marcelo era. Yeah, but God damn it, we're a fucking strong team, and well, you guys will put up a fight, and I appreciate what, that. What, <laughs> but there's levels. There, there is levels, man. And um, and I was actually about to say. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and start calling ourselves one of the favorites. I don't. I don't think that's necessary right now. Yeah. Because again, there's levels. The City are still a strong team. Uh, Byron showed that they were strong. Byron, Chelsea, and Liverpool. And I don't. I don't know if I want to put Chelsea up there. They I, won it last season. Fair. Know, yeah, fair. Yeah. Fine. But I mean, uh, you know, they, Liverpool. They, yeah. they haven't been playing to their best, and and they're still. I want to say, kind of cruising. Yeah, they're on a really good streak. Uh, even though they lost uh, against uh, who did they play? Who did Liverpool play? Um, Inter. Oh, Inter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah, that was easy work for them. Well, maybe not so much because they did lose, but they did. We'll lose. get into that a little bit later. But no, I think Madrid. This was a big a big moment for them mm-hmm. for momentum reasons, and also it was almost. I'm not. Uh, Benzema's had a, a decent season. Had a better season last season. Ever since he caught COVID, I feel like he was um, up and down. I think this is the perfect moment for him to start catching form. A hat trick, man. Going forward, yeah, you know, Champions League hat trick. I think he did it in like 20 minutes, by the way. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah I it was see like about Lewandowski. 18, 19. Yeah, I see Lewandowski. I could do that too against a better team. <laughs> I, I would love to see, you know, what they can do next. But I still think, like, you know, I mean, there's, there's actually not many better teams. But, you know, there's still a few... For for in terms of squad depth and numbers, but I think um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make for a next uh, a great next round for sure. For uh, and th- and this is a goal contribution, so we're talking about well, it's not even including the Champions League, um, but for uh, just goals in the Champions League, he's got eight in seven matches, and uh, La Liga. 
He's got 20 goals and 10 assists, so he's at he's at 38 goal contributions so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fuck, man, it's just tough because the standard he set last season, the numbers were insane. I feel like he's been better this season, though. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, no, I I just don't. I I feel like he hasn't. Not by much. It's just availability. That you're not there every game. You can't get the same numbers. But he was out for that that portion, and then he's he always got, at 42. He got, you know, he got sick. But I mean, that's the thing. I'm I'm looking at it straight stats. I think on the field, even if he doesn't score or assist, he's always going to be valuable because his hold up plays, hold up one play, of the best. The the, yeah. uh, the movement and also the the uh, the the. Um, he attracts a lot of defense, and I, for me, the biggest thing is the ability to to even finish a half chance. Some players wouldn't be able to finish that chance that Marquinhos gave up. They would panic and would allow the defense to close in on them, or not even be in that position at all. Yeah, so I mean, that's yeah, that's the thing. Um, man, I can't wait to see who who draws who. Then it the is next kind of legs. annoying though that they call him underrated. It's like no, no, we he's been doing this for a long time. He's rated properly for me. I think so. I think for people that know ball, they can use him as, as a know. reference. I've been using him as a reference for years. I'm saying, like, for me, one of the best strikers in the world. He doesn't get his flowers because uh, for a, a, you know, a long time, people were like, oh, Lewandowski, Luis Suarez, Lewandowski, Luis Suarez. Nobody's touching them. Well, and now, from and now, that position. It's, now it's Lewandowski, Salah. Uh, no, I think Benzema's there now, too, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, in, no, in no, no. the last years, you know. I, I don't think you would be wrong if you chose Benzema over Lewandowski or Salah or Holland. It just sucks because for a, a, a good portion of his career, he had to play behind Ronaldo and, and, and you know, Bale. Or, or in a, in a I guess, situation where he's overshadowed. By yeah, him. yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. But now I think the last three, four years is going to, I mean, uh, Benzema's legacy is was already well, goaded for me, but now it's even more, you know. He's uh, third place in all-time Real Madrid scores. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the sky's the limit, and, I mean, we'll see what, what happens with his career going forward if he s- decides to stay, decides to leave. I think he's he'll stay. I think, I mean, the fans love him. He loves the lifestyle. There is rumors that PSG might go for him. <laughs> if they lose Mbappe, it would make sense, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah, what's yeah. made of that. Um... And uh, before we move on from this match, I know we've kind of gone on about it for a good while, but you know it was a pretty significant game. Uh, the president and the sporting director of of PSG went crazy after the match. Yeah, like, I did threatening hear about that. Yeah. They they went to the locker room and started looking for the referees. Apparently, they were like hitting shit and throwing things around. And a Madrid uh, media guy, I guess, caught it on film. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, his name is uh, Nasser Al Khalafi or Al Khalafi, yeah. who also happens to be the president of uh, BN Sports Peace in, be upon in Europe. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah uh, so it's not a good look for him. I guess your wife is uh, investigating the situation. Yeah, that's uh, not professional, is it? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> sour grapes, and it just looks bad. Yeah, take I understand your, take why your they're frustrated, man. man. You see your your team crumble like that. Take, I mean, I'm not a PSG fan. Think fuck, because I'd be <laughs> fucking heated, dude. Yeah, take your licks. <laughs> but this is also one of the best teams in the world, too. This happens. This is what the Champions League is about. You're not going to win every game. This is why the, the tournament has prestige. Now, you can, you know, some people, I, I know you don't, but some people don't really care for it as much as they do the league. Fine, that's that's okay. I, I understand that argument. But the prestige of the of this uh, tournament is that you're 
playing against the best teams. Yeah, yeah. And um, this is going to happen. I don't know. If, I don't think there's any shame. Now, now if this is like Salzburg or Sporting uh, Lisbon or I don't know. I, uh, United. Betis or something like that, uh, you know? Can we throw United in there? Manchester United. I, Although I, I know they give in Madrid I think, a good I think fight. PSG are the glorified Manchester United in, in uh, that. In, that in a PSG sense. is better. PSG is better. Well, no, it kind of does look that way now. That Now that they have Ronaldo as well. <laughs> you know, because it's like people get wrapped around that megastar thing. It's like that's not going to... I mean, it will win you some games. It'll get you some cool moments. But it's not the way, the way to win these days. And it, and it also acts as like a smokescreen. Like it justifies getting that player. It's like, oh, this is why we got him. And it just takes one moment to say that. Fucking game, Messi missed the penalty, yeah, and he disappeared when when. And I, I, I hate to say it, but we also got to consider that the other team does does defend well and and designs a plan to stop these guys, right? But this this fucking little battle between uh between stand bases. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 no. let's put it to a rest. You know, it's not. Yeah, it won't be around for too much longer. That's a good thing. But it's going to evolve into something else. Well, now, no, there's already people saying like Mbappe, Holland, yeah. No, oh, but yeah, but people right now are saying like, oh, Mbappe's standing on his own. He has no rivals. On form right now, he's one of the best. But I, I think that I don't. I think it's too early to say that. They're saying that he's having like that kind of Ronaldo Messi run without having a guy next to him and. We'll have to wait on it, but I, I think that's too soon to say that. But without a doubt, he's one of the best um, under 25. Uh, in the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure, in, in the world. I yeah. mean, oh, I wouldn't say Mbappe is the best in the world. I mean, current. Right, no, no. What I mean but is he's, he's in that conversation. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's, he's a easily top 10. And for the, yeah, for the players that are going to dominate the next decade, he's the guy. He's the, he's the face of he's that. He's the face of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. And we'll have to see, man. I, I can't wait. And, and really, just to finish this off... Like Ronaldo, we talk about Ronaldo, we talk about Messi. They'll only be able to be successful on a team that can fight for them and make the runs for them and press for them and just put the final ribbon and pass it to them. Yeah, if you're expecting these guys to track To back, carry your team. To, that, to, to carry it the whole 90 minutes. No, you get these guys for moments. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's what some of these teams need. Some, uh, Even Manchester City, to a point, needs moments, right? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of their goals come from like, wow. It's a yeah. lot. It's very yeah, like you know. Built uh, up. So so, I hesitate to shit on Ronaldo. I hate. I hesitate to shit on Messi. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I think uh, I think PSG are the are the French Manchester United to an extent. Yeah, to an extent for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, shit. but th- does does it tell you this though that the fact that they're the French Man United, but are still able to win their league. I know you hate when I call French the French League of Farmers League or, you know, the Bundesliga, but it's it's telling, you know. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's telling. And and I, I just say that to say that. It, it is. It, yeah, um, yeah. But did it hurt th- them? There, there's, there's, there's differences in qualities of these leagues, right? Right. And we're, we're talking strictly about money when we talk about that. Because in the end, the top teams, like if you look at the Prem, the top six, seven teams always have a ton of money. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah, And they have more money than most of the teams from the other leagues. Yeah. The barring. eighth place team in, in England has more money than the than probably the, the third, the third best team in France. In, yeah. in France, Spain, and, and Germany. Yeah. You know, um, 
know. That's that's why I feel the the Super League is the outrage was hypocritical. <laughs> I know I've said that before, um, but uh, anyway, moving on from uh, Real Madrid PSG, we we went on about that for a good while. Um, let's see here, what else? Okay, so the next a part of official business is uh, before we get into the reviews and whatever. Uh, Manchester City beat the shit out of Manchester United yet again, proving that Manchester is blue for now, or or is it just blue? I think I mean it's blue, but you know United fans will tell you it's red and it will always be red. Is it like a? I don't even want to say this, but is it like L.A. being a Clipper town now? Um, well, not really, know, right? Because no, uh, Clippers have been one shit, pretty much, but. In some senses, there's a lot of similarities because sure. the parallels between the Lakers and United kind of coinciding. I know I know the Lakers won a ring recently, but, um, you know, I, I feel like the way that Steve Ballmer has ran the Clippers has kind of more or less been better than what the Lakers have accomplished, despite not winning shit. But um, the, the grander point being just to focus on the game very quick. It was nothing that we didn't expect, but... Maybe we expected a better defensive performance from United. Well, we, we just kind of go by the way that United somehow spoiled it for City uh, now and then. Uh, this this season uh, has been up and down. And I, I don't know if I said it the last... Oh, wow. What a fucking giveaway. I don't know if I said it last week, but United under Ranić have created the most chances. I think that's a good stat. Um, but... But this this game, I, I think I think in the second half, uh, Ederson faced zero shots, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's a viral image of him at at the like the the pretty much the circle in the midfield, uh, doing the Spider Man pose. You know, just kind of like squatting, and I I thought that was just the, the encapsulation of the match. I, I don't remember any passage of more than two or three passes from United in the second half. First half was okay and because yeah. they, they, they were able to level it after an early goal from, uh, from City. Sancho. Or was it? Uh, yeah, City scored first. Yeah. Sancho equalized. And really the main the mainstream of, of uh, United's attacks were in the first half, most of them via counterattacks. And I, just, I still do think that's, the, that's their, their best form is when they're on the counter. So you can't expect them to outplay City in that regard in terms of possession or pressing. City pressed the hell out of them and made them very uncomfortable. And when United yeah. tried to press yeah, yeah, them, yeah. Uh, you know, we just saw good successions of passes because City know what they're doing and they've done it for a while. And it's not fair because Rangnick's been there two, three months, whatever. It was never going to be a fair fight. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, well, I told well, my City, friends. City, yeah. I, we tend to not act like it. I don't know what it is, but City are a dominant fucking team. We we've seen a heat map of of the the areas that they possess, uh, or the areas that they control possession. I think Athletic came out with it. Right, right. And most blocks of the field, most sections of the field are dominated by them. Yeah. And matches. Uh, there was a there was a, a stat during the game where, for. A 15-minute block of time, Manchester City had 90-plus. Yeah. It, was it 90-plus percent uh, possession? Yeah, it was. It was. It was like 92 to 8. I, I felt like that second half was 100% possession, man. Yeah. 
the the United personnel, uh, it's just not there. And we talk about United, like, oh, this is not United. The United need this and that. United need five years at the very. I don't. I don't want to say five years. Maybe three years to to really get the personnel and the idea of one manager. In in the last ten years, they've had Moyes, uh, Van Gaal, Mourinho, Ole. And and now uh, Ranić, and then next season it's either Pochettino or uh, Ten Hag. I think those are the two guys that are that are mostly uh, in. Yeah. But besides that, man, uh, there's just no character there. Uh, I do hate that the that the narrative turned into. Well, Ronaldo's not there, so what's the problem? Uh, the whole fucking team is a problem, man. It's not just one player. It's and I'm not sure if Ronaldo. I mean, I think from a perspective of finishing, he's he's top, right? But fine, but yeah, from it, he's yeah. not going to give you, he's not going to prevent four goals from going in. Yeah, I really did like Sancho's goal, though. I have to say, oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, I almost saw it coming. I was like, no, 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 like close up on him. He's gonna he's gonna cut onto his yeah right. with space. That guy, he's, very accurate. He's one of the best dribblers in the game. Yeah, yeah. He's especially if you give him. It's space. just you can't give him. Yeah, ha- it's kind of like when and I I'm gonna use a basketball reference when you're playing against a very good point guard. You can't press up on him too hard because he'll mix you, and then suddenly he's past you. And and if you step away too too much, he's gonna have a, a long shot. That's exactly what what Sancho did. Executed to a T, bottom right corner, great shot. At that point, I'm not even gonna front. I was sweating it because in my mind, mm-hmm, I'm like yeah. one one. They're gonna park and, and go home with this result because they they can live with that. A draw against City right now is is not a bad result uh, from their perspective. But um, you know, City were just too rampant, and they have too many avenues. I thought Grealish was was actually very good. Um, didn't get a, a goal or assist, but I thought he just did well of attracting the defense. And he was good at pressing, yeah. Yeah, he was it, good at winning the ball back and uh, maintaining the ball too, and, and making know, the small little transitional passes. You know, I mean, if we're talking about City, uh, well, speaking of Grealish, before I get into everything else, oh wow, uh, before I get into. Uh, Cruz Azul and uh, Montreal are playing right now, by the way. Yeah, um, no, no, currently. Uh, CONCACAF Champions League, whatever that means. Um, that left side, Aaron Wambisaka, <laughs> we've, I mean, he's kind of there with Maguire, right? Where this is, he's not at that level. Yeah. For a team like that, right? Wambisaka was, was a pretender, you know. He, like, people wanted to put him, and this was going back to his Palace days, they wanted to put him in that elite category of right backs, and I just—he doesn't have the the you, full package, you, you know. You you can't in today's game. You need a right back that's able to, at the very least, pass from the back. It's almost like you he need a winger have back there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you need that today. Today in in these in this kind of game, you need that, and he's not good at progressing the ball. He's not good at passing. It. He's not good at dribbling. So what what is he good at? Tackling. Tackling and and he just means that you let them take you. And also, he's like physically able to make runs, like to prevent. But even then, you know, he got bullied by Foden. They they overloaded that side with Cancelo, Foden, and Grealish, and he was out of his depth. It's a tough ask, man. It's a tough for any right back. For any right back, it is especially with that press. But come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, a team like we look at United, right? And I don't know, they're not they're not the United that that I think everyone. Assumes they can be or want to be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't mention this game without mentioning uh, KDB. I thought, you know, he was he was the guy that showed, like, oh, I'm a veteran. I know what this game means for the city. 
I'm a, I'm a like I'm a lead it, you know. And he, I felt like hey, he, K, I think Katie B is a very passionate guy. He is yeah, as much as he tries to play stuff down and he tries to like kind of play that humble role. You can't, you yeah. can't just, um, I don't know. You you can't just play and not have emotion, right? Yeah. And I think he's one of those guys that uh, when you see him playing, he, he just wants to be on the ball as much as possible. Right. And uh, we'll, oh, go, ahead, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I will say that Mara's played amazing. Oh man, yeah. Foden was great. That and, little uh, sombrero, man. Let's let's not let's not forget. Rodri was good. Rodri was really fucking good, man. He does the simple shit, man. I think I think I, Rodri was one of the best players on the pitch that day. Yeah, an unsung hero, truthfully. I, I honestly I almost feel the need to apologize to him because I was very harsh on him on, in his first season, but he was getting used to the tempo, but, man, he really has a good uh, hold on how, the game How long now. has he been there? Four uh, seasons now? Is this, is I think this it's his, his third season? No, I want to say it's his third season now. Uh, this season particularly because he's been our, our last main big signing aside from Grealish he was a big signing you could I mean today he's he's proven to be that but you know he wasn't that expensive uh, as Grealish per se but yeah no. I mean uh, the guy's just very very acclimated to the league now and, and we're really getting a good look of, of what he can do but yeah man every avenue was was top and I have no complaints I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, he signed in the nineteen twenty season. Yeah, so he wasn't fuck sixty two million pounds. Yeah, that's I mean, a big signing. Big signing, kind of uh, made made its worth though. I don't know if you catch caught this moment where he kind of had like a fake pass or shot, and he sat Fred down. Yeah. Man, that's when I was like, oh wow, oh, was that, nice finish. Um, and you know, yeah, I mean, there's just not enough things to say, man. Um, it, it, Is I that Antuna? Yeah, it's just. Uh, you know, City are just a better team, and that, that's where I leave it. Because when it, when we play United, it, it's um, typically in the past well, it's been well, it's much significant. Better. Yeah, it's, it's geographic. It's a big game. It's a derby. You know, it's a it's a big fixture uh, in in England, and I don't City. They're not just beating them in the games, man. They're they're actually collecting trophies. While uh, Manchester United is is hoping for one match that. Yes, the, the, this is the match where, where Manchester United are back. Yeah, you scored three on Everton. Get over it, you know. Yeah, or whoever it is, I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, that, that's where you know where it ended. I did. I want to highlight also Foden's sombrero, man. And yeah. um, I, I did get to watch this game at the pub, Fox and Hounds in Studio City. Um, mostly United fans where I was sitting at, uh, because I was watching the Arsenal game previously. So we just kept our seat. I was with my mate, um, Amilcar. Even the, the United fans in the second half, there were certain passes that Grealish, Foden, De Bruyne, or Cancelo were making. And even they were like, they're like, <gasps> like, whoa, sh- like, fuck. You know, even they had to appreciate it. And then for me, I was like, man, this is every day, every, every game that I see this. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, man, it, I wish that you guys were on that level. I wish that United were on Liverpool's level because that's what they deserve based off the history and, and the fandom, one of the biggest fan bases. But. Currently, it's just men amongst boys, you know? Yeah, I mean, anyone... It, I, I saw a meme that was... Uh, it was uh, Arteta, or... Yeah, it was Arteta, and it said... Uh, yeah, it, it, it does... Not everybody can lose good to City. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, City are on, on another level right now. Yeah, they, don't get me wrong. Um, I feel like they are beatable. It, but what it takes is is a lot of defensive discipline, which United unfortunately don't have currently, and and clinical finishing, and that's asking a lot from teams. But City is beatable. It's just very tough. You know, the stars almost have to align. It feels. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna take a big team. Uh, Liverpool. Uh, I can't wait for that one. It's in April. That, that's going to be. That might be a a, a title decider. decider. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, yeah. That that's just. Wait, was there any player on United that you could maybe tip your hat to and be like? <laughs> no, no. Sancho, no. Uh, Sancho's. He's getting better. I think he's. He's a. Uh, he had a shitty ass first half, and he's been playing better. Not necessarily scoring a whole lot, and you know I me. Mean, I don't think even scoring excuses you from a shit match. Right. Uh, I know it changes things in it, and it's significant. But even a even a an assist, which I find to be a a um, a vanity stat, because an assist can be a corner kick, which you're kind of just throwing it in the area. An assist can be a sideways or even backwards pass. Right. Um, I want to look at like chances created, dribbles, and and things like that, and, and domination. And you can tell who's playing good and who's not, right? For the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bernardo was good too. I uh, feel like we haven't oh, mentioned man. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love me some Bernardo, and he doesn't stop running, man. All yeah. the credit that Conte gets for not stopping, I think Bernardo's kind of up there in terms of the I, engine. I th- very much so, and and you don't get that out of too many players of his caliber. Mm-hmm. Ball control for even me. Foden, even Foden. Oh, yeah. he's he's constantly pressing. I mean, we did talk about the moment that he uh, went that fi- on that fifty fifty with Wamba Saka, like, just shrugging him off. Bro. And but yeah, that's unacceptable, man. Like for Wamba Saka, like for a player. I don't know if he wasn't aware that Foden I, I don't was think coming. he was. Yeah, but when Fo- when you when someone's sprinting behind you, like you kind of know, right? Yeah, yeah. He was completely unaware, and Foden just shrugged him off. Uh, I, the English call it, he mugged him. He mugged him, yeah. And um, I will say, Foden's finishing, uh, not, not, not his best at, um, uh, in that game, but, you know, you can't have a perfect he's in, game. He's in good positions. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think that's, that's more important than not scoring, especially when you win 4-1. Four, four yeah. By the way, this guy, uh, Milhalovic from Montreal, he's, uh, well, he's easily the best player. Sorry, we're watching the Montreal game in the background. He's uh, rumored to go to Leeds. Well, uh, okay. uh, Marsh is very high on them, so interesting player. Yeah, you to know, watch. Marsh is gonna try and uh, get some uh, some cheap signings from MLS that might pan out. Yeah, I mean, which isn't a bad thing. It's, there's quality. There's quality in that league. Yeah, it's just about you know. I mean, not all of them are. Some end up being. Good, you know, it's but, funny that we that we talk about farmers leagues and that, but a lot of great players come from those leagues. Yeah, most I mean, of them, I would say. I think in the farm, you could learn hard work, application. You know, patience. So farms are, are important for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, enough about that. We we I I know I predicted a four nil win, a four one via. It was a wonder Sancho goal. goal. It was yeah. a wonder goal at that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, from a city product, by the way. So really, it was a city five nil. What did you think of uh, Sancho's uh, uh, celebration? He just kind of did the shrug, like, "This is what like, you're well, missing well, out this on. Is, this is a good goal. It yeah. was a great goal. I kind of I respect it. I mean, it, it, as a city fan, I'm like, you know. Fuck, fuck off. you. <laughs> you know, but it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I totally understand why he feels that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Manchester is blue and will be for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I think it, 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 uh, United can spend as much as they want, hire whoever they want as manager, the sign whoever they want. is what they need. But uh, Pep, as long as Pep is there, I think Manchester is going to stay blue. Yeah. 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 Even though uh, United are pretty good at that, they had. They they are. This is their first win since 2018. That's pretty crazy. At the Etihad. Really? Um, yeah, in the Prem. A lot of draws. A lot of draws. Not counting cup games, but draws. And, you know, Ali had actually a pretty good record against Pep. 
most of them were always smash and grab though, you know, and you know that's that's United these days. But yeah, were were there any other major matches that we uh, want to touch on? No, no. Um, I, I think that's it. We can do the the review of the Prem. All right. And um, it started on the fifth on Saturday. Uh, fun fact: that that date is the date that saw the most hat tricks. Interesting. In Prem history. Damn, that's pretty crazy. Make of that as you will. I don't know. Uh, so we'll go down the, the scores and shit. Um, uh, Harvey Barnes uh, scores one for Leicester as they beat Leeds uh, 1-0. Leeds actually gave a good account of themselves for uh, Jesse Marsh's first game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that speaks to his managerial um, acumen, but Leeds were pressing the issue. 19 shots, four on target. Yeah. Whereas Leicester only had seven, four on target, but they made one count. I do want to say that the British press uh, did make a lot of Jesse Marsh's uh, post-game huddle. I don't know if you if you saw that. He brought it at the very last minute. Of the, yeah. Once the game was over, he, he had them in the middle of the field. He had like a little group talk and then sent them on their way. And, and in the post-match conference, they asked him, why did he do that? And he always does that. He, he did it in Austria. He did it in Germany. He's done it in, in, you know, in the U.S. And he's like, you know, that's a common thing for me. If you look at my games, you can notice I do that. I know to you guys it's an American thing, but I'm, I, I never get the chance to talk to my players after a game because some people do post-match conferences or, or do their own separate interviews or whatever. And and then so it's kind of like another thing tying in the way that the British are gonna very are gonna keep a very keen eye on him and point out all the little things that he does that he doesn't do correctly in their eyes and. I'm enjoying it because it's like I would love to see an American put his imprint <laughs> on the game. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a very American yeah, thing. Americans, though, the Americans, the the whole build up to to games, the way they handle interviews, the way they even talk about the game is way different than than the English. Yeah, um, and, and we refer to it as football, and, and there's there's even kind of criticism from Americans uh, uh, making fun of other Americans saying football instead of soccer, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, Americans put a lot of emphasis on, you know, outfits and shit like that. Outfit, yeah. Uh, man, fuck it, man. Who cares? Who cares about any of that shit? Let's just... We're, we're talking about football here. Let's... If, if that's his thing, he's the manager. You know, if he wants everybody to sit in the locker room butt-ass naked. Yeah. If he wants uh, to have a, a team meal... At X Steakhouse, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. You know, why, do, why do they focus it. so much on that shit? Who cares? It's interesting. It's, yeah. it's not some like cute little sideshow. It's it's professional football. Let yeah. the guy manage the way he wants. Yeah. Alexi Lawless was taking the piss, and he was like, "Yeah." He also said hike at the end of the fuck. At, at oh, the, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. was like, man, it, it's it's hilarious. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy that a lot for better or for worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the you know, and, and I'm sure he gets a lot less of it because it, than in Germany or Austria because. Oh he's yeah, he's speaking yeah. in German or whatever. Uh, well, I guess in, they speak German in Austria too. But yeah, yeah, be, because it's English and he has that non-accent. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, going to be a, a interesting team to keep an eye on. Yeah, that um, it, everything turns into a fucking story. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, Leicester win one nil, and I think Harvey Barnes is probably Leicester's man of the season. Yeah, he's I would so say good. So. He's yeah. so good. I, I will say Tielemans for Tielemans me is, is playing really well. He's, yeah, he's, he's. I think he's. Almost earned himself a move elsewhere. I, I, he didn't sign an extension, right? Hasn't signed yeah. an extension. There's a lot of teams kind of knocking at the door. Mm-hmm. 
So we'll see, man. I mean, because Leicester, if we're honest, currently they're they've been a sinking ship. Uh, yeah. They're not sinking yeah. to the bottom, but they're just complacent with where they're at, and, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's yeah. where Yuri belongs. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, yeah, I do want to see him at a big, maybe at a Dortmund. I don't know. Somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, Aston Villa, and uh, shit, everybody ate. Yeah. Ollie Watkins, Douglas Luis, Coutinho, yeah, Danny Ings, finally. Yeah, he finally had, see. I haven't seen his name in a while. He scored against his former team. I sat him too, and he had a goal and two assists. Oh man, yeah, un- unlucky. But yeah, good result for Villa. I actually had Southampton winning, but man, it just goes to show how unpredictable the Prem is this season. You know, every um, season. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, really, Burnley hosts Chelsea for a four nil loss. Yeah. Uh, Reese James gets on the board. He, what a player! Yeah, what man. a fucking player. He man. comes back into the lineup and just. Like, Helps them like, so much. like nothing, right? And they're, they're suddenly scoring a whole lot. Uh, yeah, he might be earning himself a move, too, if uh, Chelsea don't pay up. Facts. Uh, yeah, Havertz gets two, and then uh, your guy, Pulley God. Yeah, what I mean, it was kind of like a garbage goal, but I mean. <laughs> he got an assist. He did that, yeah. He did get that as well. I mean, he always plays well against Burnley for some reason. And then, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, a good game for Chelsea, expected. And then uh, Newcastle beat Brighton. Um, you know, it's kind of even teams, really. But, I mean, Eddie Howe, I have to give him his credit. I mean, he's gotten good results. Brighton's not a bad team. And, yeah, Newcastle on the up and up, even considering well, they yeah, have injuries. I, well, yeah, Newcastle, you know, ever since <laughs> the winter transfer window, they've they've been on a really good run. So they might find themselves higher up the table. Yeah, they, they're they're I think officially out of the relegation battle, so they've had a good uh, 2022, no doubt. And then uh, Norwich hosts Brentford for a three-one loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivan Tony gets a a hat trick off two penalties. Yeah, but Timo I thought Puki. I thought he said fuck Brentford though. <laughs> uh, he was just trying to get some man. But uh, I can't blame a guy for that. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Crystal Palace beats Wolves, man. That one surprised me. Man, Vieira, man. I have to give him his credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, one thing is beating Wolves. One, one thing, Another thing is beating Bo- uh, Wolves with uh, Bruno Lodge. I mean, shit, man. Respect. And, uh, you know, was delighted with that Saha goal. Yeah. Uh, uh, following match, though. Or unless you wanted to touch no, no, on it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, Liverpool beat West Ham. There was a bit of controversy with that one, but, you know, they, they were claiming that it may have been offside, but, I mean, it's a very tight call. I, I'm okay with the oh, goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I did watch that match live, and I felt like West Ham were the better team. I if, thought, if I thought not, they deserved a draw at the very if, least. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Mane's, I think his arm might have been offside, but that, to me, that's not... Right. I don't care about that. That's the shitty not, part is you're that not getting they, an advantage on that. Yeah, but the shitty part is that there's been teams that have had that called against them. So a lot of yeah. people were up in arms, but you know what? Like, it, but it, but then when it's Liverpool, when it's a big team in general, let, let's not let's not act like it doesn't happen every time. Anytime there's a tight call that goes towards the big team or the better team's way, yeah, everyone's like, oh, there's VAR helping them um, out. There's oh, like, oh, Liverpool. If it's that tight, man, let it go. Just let it stand. If you can't really decisively make up your mind, yeah, let let it let the original call stand, man. Whether let, it's offside or not, let it go. I'm not a fan of that, man. I'm not. I can't get behind that. Yeah, 
But yeah, Saad Omani gets on the board, and it looks like, I don't know, Salah's not the same guy right now. Maybe he's tired? I mean, it's a small dip, but I think in totality, he's the best, if not one of the best in the prem right now. Sure. But um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you hone in on, on Salah and you try to shut him down, it's only going to accentuate Mane, Jota. Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz. The Man, that guy, that guy is seamlessly just... He's fucking good, bro. Just fits on that I team. I wanted him, dude. I fucking been wanting him. He's so him. good. Yeah. <laughs> even even though he does a no look on every fucking play. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 top. I like him. Nice. And I, I have to admit that I'm not I wasn't very familiar with him, yeah. but I am now. Oh, well, yeah. I'm a I think his I'm name is going to ring bells for years. I'm a believer and uh I just feel like that's Liverpool's way of uh getting ready for either Firmino's, Mane's or Maybe even Salah's departure. Yeah, totally. I For think sure. they're, they're set. They're set. Um, yeah, following go, match, yeah, we go. already went over it. United City. I mean, actually, before that, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Watford Arsenal. Man. Got to see that game. I love me some Arsenal, man. Uh, man, you know, the scoreline doesn't reflect how dominant Arsenal were. They probably deserved more. Um, defensively, they got some kinks to work out. Ben White. Shows moments of class, but then he shows moments where he's still beatable, and I think he needs to clean that up. But, but yeah, man, I mean, really, I want the main focus of this game to be on the young guys, Martinelli, Saka, and, and you know, Odegaard. And Emil Smith-Rowe did not play, but that's a guy. The, he's been injured, yeah. You know, those guys are, are really just carrying this team, and it's brilliant to see. And it's a testament to Arteta right now. Everybody's giving him his flowers a month ago, not so much. I, I think if you see ball and, and you know the vision— the guy has all the tools, you know, and, and all the ways to, to get the best out of them. Yeah, I again, I love me some Arsenal. And all the guys that you want to score, scored. Odegaard, uh, Bukayo Saka, Martinelli. They all made it happen. And, and the unsung hero for me was Lacazette, by the way. He set up, like, two of those Yeah, goals. yeah, he's, he's really good at setting up plays. Like, maybe not finishing. Yeah. Maybe he's not going to get you a whole lot of, uh, you know, win you a lot of aerial battles, but... He's he's a very good teammate to have. Uh, regardless of that position needs upgrading, mm-hmm. he's still pretty serviceable in, in other aspects of of uh, of that uh, game, yeah. of that team. Um, and you know I that's the thing about French strikers. I've noticed though their their <laughs> their ability to actually you know incorporate themselves into build up play almost comes naturally to yeah, them. He's not the biggest guy. No, nah, no, nah, he's not. Yeah. Well, he's a corpulent body though. Yeah, that he is. That he <laughs> is big big body for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um and then we already touched on the the United City game. I don't want to harp on that too much. 4-1. Yeah. yeah. Pathetic. Pathetic United's pathetic. Whoa. But yeah, uh following match Tottenham Everton. Yeah, Tottenham just put the stomps on the man. 5-0. Harry Kane's back. Easy he's scoring like. a lot, man. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's at ten goals now for the league. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, I mean, it's you expect a little bit more from him, but oh, I mean, yeah, it, quite a bit more. Quite but, a bit uh, more, but, but given mean, his uh, given his start, man, where he only had like I think two or three goals in the maybe, first half of the season. In the first three or four months, you, you know, he's turned it up a bit lately. Yeah, no, I I think he's playing well, not only from a goal-scoring perspective, you know, creating as well. Playmaking, yeah. Yeah, and then Everton are just down bad. In fact, and we touched on this um, off the record, but they're, they're, you know, 
their next matches the re- the rest of the matches for the season man they're fucked i mean they're 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 playing a, i think the majority of top eight teams road yeah, yeah and, and even if they're not top eight they're still tough they have wolves newcastle crystal palace um oh no that's in the that's in the cup uh but uh wait hold on yeah wolves in the league newcastle following week only four days later, actually. Those are two teams that are better, technically, in my opinion. They're, they're better, yeah. Uh, West Ham, Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, and then to round things off, Leicester, Brentford, and Arsenal. How many games are those winnable? How many of those games are winnable? Maybe one, two. <sighs> and the rest are either... Crystal Palace, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe Newcastle by the stroke maybe, of luck. Maybe, but Newcastle's on the up and up. yeah. I don't, just goes to I don't see how they don't get relegated, man. It sucks because that's not a team that, that I expected to, and I kind of like them. But, man, you know. They've just, just been a mainstay. They, I don't know if they've ever tasted second division in the last 30, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. They just always find a way to stay in. So, um, but, yeah. yeah. The Everton, I'm sorry, uh, Tottenham beat the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. They dog walked them. It's not even close. But, um, yeah, that wraps it up for Prem. I don't know if you want to go over the Champions League games very quickly. Yeah, we'll go over the Champions League games. Um, and yeah. I guess we can do a preview of the Prem and then preview of the Champs. And then we can... Oh, yeah. Do you want to just do the preview now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Tomorrow, uh, we have Norwich hosting Chelsea. I don't really see how Chelsea doesn't score another three or four. Right. Yeah. Um, right? It should be two, three. No, I mean, last time it was seven, so... <laughs> you know, let's hope they could at least cut oh, we, that, that in that's half. The, that was the day we went to the fan club yeah, or the exactly. fan thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't really see that much difference. And they're they're <laughs> kind of in good form right now, Chelsea. And Chelsea, uh, ever since Reese James came back, so. Yeah, like Honor? I said, without their fullbacks or even their defenders. What's going on with uh, Chilwell? Do, Chile. Do you, know? Uh, I, Do you know? I have heard no news on him. But I think the moment he's back, and I think it'll be at the right moment in the Champions League. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that, but yeah. That, I don't know. Chelsea that, that front line is a little discombobulated. But yeah, Chelsea beats Norwich pretty easily. Southampton, Newcastle. That's a pretty good one. That's a good match. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, that's fair. I'll take a 2 I'll two. take a draw on that one too, yeah. Wolves versus Watford. Dubs. Yeah. 1-0 uh, Wolves. Yeah, I agree. I think Wolves are they're just too good. For Watford, and, at least. Yeah. And then Leeds, Aston Villa. That's a tough one, huh? I'll take Aston Villa 2-0. I'll take Leeds um, for their first win. Oh, wow. Under Marsh. 1-0. Um, I don't know. Are you, being, are you being objective? No, no, I'm, I'm not. But um, <laughs> to be fair, I think even if Jesse Marsh never joined Leeds. Every, um, every uh, what do you call it? Every uh, drought comes to an end, right? Yeah. There's yeah. always there's always light at the end of the tunnel. They they just need a few results to feel safe um, that they're going to stay up. And I think this is a, an achievable game, but we'll, we'll have to see. But I, I'll take, yeah, J- Jesse Marsh's men's uh, one. Okay. And then uh, on Saturday, the 12th, we have Brighton hosting Liverpool. <sighs> yeah, I'll take uh, Liverpool for the uh, 2-0 win. Yeah. I, I yeah, just, that's 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 fine. Yeah. They're good, you know. They're they're too good for Brighton. They, but they, Brighton they haven't are, been playing all that great though. Liverpool, no, they've they been kind of coasting. Yeah, I, I think now is the time where they have to realize that if we're going to really give City a challenge, we have to 
yeah turn up so yeah two nil's fine yeah yeah for sure and brian kind of are just happy with being that median club currently yeah so. they're they're they were the darlings at first and now they're uh I don't know. They're, they're That's kind of good in a way, though. They're they, kind of a punching bag at the moment. They were able to, to get themselves some cushion now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early lead there. Um, then Brighton hosting Burnley. Oh, I'm sorry, Brentford hosting Burnley. Ah, man. Oof, I don't know. I'll take a 1-1 draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty even teams. And then, oh, this is a good one. Uh, United hosting Tottenham. Oh, Fuck. Man. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, hopefully Ronaldo's back. Did they ever say why he was out? I never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said he was out, and uh, they said it was due some to some kind of injury, and then some report came out that he went to Portugal or he went on some kind of trip or something. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I, he he's a diva. Yeah, and but I guess yeah. he's earned it. But you know, it's you never know what's what's going on with that. That comes with the territory. Yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't mention this uh, when we were talking about City, but you know, Rashford has had a not great two seasons now this is kind of he had he had a decent uh season that covid year when, when everything resumed yeah but then the season after which was last year and then this year he's he's been kind of shitty Oof. yeah yeah no and and he starts and then the report comes out that he's unhappy he's he's unclear about his future with united he's you know thinking about maybe not coming back or looking for for uh, um, another a transfer or yeah. it's like dude what kind of nerve do you have you haven't been good what, what exactly do you want i mean and, and to my defense of him sure i he's he's been bad the past few seasons but we said the same about marshall scenery change he's looking a little bit better i think a lot of these guys in the club are unhappy and I think they, they a lot of them need a new a new team. Lingard do, looked good yeah. when he left, you know. Yeah, and he and he wanted to leave in the winter. But yeah, be, and I think he would have if it wasn't for the whole Greenwood situation. Yeah, but uh, I mean, have some some awareness of of where you are and, and what you've been doing, Rashford. You haven't been that good. When you do come back, you don't track back. It, you know, you came back from that surgery that that kind of kept him out for a good while after the Euros. What, yeah. What else do you want? I'm. Somebody you calls just have him to perform, dude. the next uh, Danny Welbeck, and oh, that kind of that's a bit harsh. That rubbed me, yeah, a little bit of the wrong way because his I think stat, he's better his, than Welbeck. Was. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, and his stats suggested as well. But um, it's just like I think he just needs to find greener grass right now. And he's not the savior that that everyone thought he was going to be for United. Four or five years ago, regardless yeah. of of good seasons that he's had, and he's had some some pretty decent seasons. And he was young too when he was putting up those numbers. So anybody's led to believe that, but like you like to say a lot, it's not always a it's not a linear progression. Exactly. You're, so if you're good now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good next year or the year after or after that. It's just it just doesn't work that way. Only very few players uh, operate that way, and even then, even then, it's just a a, a lot to ask for for anybody. Totally, totally, I agree. Um, but um, in this in this game, I actually have Tottenham winning by a slim margin of two to one. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, if United lose this, which I'm of the opinion that that Tottenham's going to win two one, three one, maybe. Um, United should say goodbye to European uh, competition, at least Champions League. It would help them maybe because it helped Arsenal. 
Yeah. Less games, you know, you really get to fine-tune your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get That'll more, depend more on practice the practice. And uh, less pressure, too, I think. Sure. I think teams that are in the Champions League, besides the fatigue that you also get, um, it's also you also week. expect them to to win most matches. Yeah, and, and it's more scouting. It's more. It's a lot more, man. On players. It's a lot of info. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's my prediction. It could really go either way because Tottenham are are certified bottlers, so you never really know. <laughs> you know? They they have that yeah. that tendency. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry Kane? Harry Kane, I think... I, I mean, as much as I want to sing Harry Kane's praises, I think Son has been just as good, if not better. More consistent. I, I have to say, man, he's so good. And, um, you know, those two alone... I'm surprised that Son is still there, man. He, like, it's, it's crazy to think. I would love think. to see him at a big club. You know at what team I, he'd be I, I fucking scary? Like, huh. Liverpool. If he played at Liverpool, he'd be Fuck, so scary. Yeah. I, would, I would fear him so much. You Question. Know? Like now that you mentioned that, yeah, is Hyoming Sung better than Sadio Mane? Man, um, wow, that's a tough question. I, I think, um, I mean, I have to look at a lot of things now because they're so close that I have. To, I think stats would decide it. The benefit that I would no give no 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 fuck stats fuck stats. Okay, in eyeball test and in your opinion. Is Son a better player than than uh, than Sadio Mane? I think just barely, just just by by a smidgen. One thing I will give to Mane over over Son is the fact that Mane proved his his craft at, at a very at a you know mid table, almost even lower side club. He was good at Southampton. Oh, at Southampton. And I, I I don't know if Son could could replicate that, but I think Son is so good. But technically. Son was good at Leverkusen. Yeah. So was good at Hamburg. And, and so was Leon Bailey. Oh, they both played at Hamburg. Wait, no. Oh, I'm thinking about Firmino. Firmino. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no, I mean, I, I like I said, I'll give it a sun by a smidgen. But, you know, when it comes to silverware, <laughs> yeah. You watch that. <laughs> nah, I'm but sorry. Yeah, Spam. man, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's tough, man. That, that, that is harsh on him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, we'll, we might have to do a poll later on the, the, the Twitter page. On it, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that's a good question. I, I like that. And, and in my opinion, I I would take Son over uh, Mane too. Yeah, they're they're the same age. Yeah, that's so crazy. it's a very very good comparison. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if someone took uh, Mane over Son either, though. That's yeah. Mane is a really good player. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Tottenham I think takes it over United, and then Sunday, damn, we have some pretty good matches. Chelsea plays Newcastle, man. Uh, yeah. I'll say Chelsea win that, too. Yeah, Newcastle would have played on Thursday, so they might be a little tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, Chelsea played, too, though. Yeah. But they'll play against uh, Norwich. And Chelsea have depth. You know? mm-hmm. And they have Pulisic, so, yeah. Psh, pull of God. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't, don't, don't forget that. Pull of God. Yeah. Sl- slim win, maybe. One more <laughs> two. All right. And then um, Everton oh, versus man. Wolves. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're lucky to pull a draw. 1-1, oh. yeah. Jimenez for the win. 2-1. Oh, Jimenez, man. I hope so. I mean, Jimenez I'd like to see up. Is Juan Pedro Chile? Neto getting, getting, ready, get, getting regular playing time? Uh, a little bit. He's back from injury, but slow start. You're, you're more likely to depend on the goal from... Uh, <laughs> Den Donker. Oh, I was going to say uh, Daniel Podence. Podet. Uh, <laughs> Potencia, yeah. Podencia. 
Yeah, but um, I'll take a one-one. You know, I, fair enough. Yeah, I, I you know that can't happen. <laughs> Leeds versus Norwich. Wow, that's a good match. Yeah, I, I'm actually I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> uh, I'll take Leeds, man. Yeah, same, same. I'll, I'll take Leeds just based on quality. Quality. Form. I wonder if Calvin Phillips is is back. I was wondering the same, but I because I know heard. he was getting close, but uh, I don't know how far. I don't know how far uh, away he is from. Yeah. Oh wow, he's linked to uh, Liverpool. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. That'd be that'd be killer for them. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's training already, so may, I don't know if he'll be back for the Aston Villa match, but yeah, I'll take a, I'll take Leeds over uh, Norwich. Norwich just. Yeah, same here. I'll take that. Yeah, we're, they're going down, man. Down. There's no way to. There's no way around that. Uh, Southampton versus Watford. Damn. I'll take Southampton. I'll um, take a. Yeah, I'll take a two-one. Same, same. Because yeah. Watford score. They score, uh, but defensively very leaky. Southampton Armstrong, Che Adams, Livermento. Yeah, I mean, oh, Livermento is so good. I, he's gonna get poached soon too. Well, he's a Chelsea guy, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, Chelsea, but sold, though. So he's not... I mean, unless there's a buyback clause, as far as oh, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Southampton's just better. Uh, following match, two teams with the Clarets and the Blues, and they're going to go at it. They're going to duel. I'll take West Ham beating Villa. I'll take a 2-0 win. Yeah, West Ham have slowed down a lot. Uh, even though I, I feel that they were better than Liverpool last week... They play really good against top teams, you know. I've noticed. Yeah, well, they have a really good counter, and they're defensively really sound. Yeah. Moyes has a pretty good setup for that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I smell a draw. I, smell I would definitely, draw. yeah, that that would definitely be possible. Uh, two two maybe. Yeah. No, mm. that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Livermento does have a buyback clause. That's what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard that twenty five million. That's a bargain. Fuck. Yeah, it's a bargain. Chelsea would be crazy because they're letting go of uh, Christensen too. Yeah, because he he also has um the capability to play as a fullback as well, um and that's that's clutch because you know Chelsea do like that five man back line, so he can be either on the left or the right, and and I'm talking about the center backs that play you know to the side of the main sweeper. That'd be interesting. I I think he'd be amazing there. You know what I wonder with that. That uh, f- what is it? The five three two, yeah, five three two that can that turn into have? three five two, yeah, 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 yeah. I I wonder if they can play a Manchester City type system with that. Mm, yeah, well, that that would take a lot of chalk and a lot of board, <laughs> but I'm sure. Uh, but, but they do have good players that are able to yeah. resist the press. And, and press themselves. And yeah, and they're technical yeah. enough to get out of tough they, situations. They have a lot of interesting players. I'd be curious. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, that's a conversation for another time. For the tactics. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Arsenal versus Leicester. That's a good game. Ah, uh, man, as much as I love Arsenal, I think Leicester, uh, they're going to be a fucking spoiler. I, I see a 1-1. Yeah, I could see that. I'll take a draw. Yeah. What time is that game? Hmm. That's a that's a 9.30 game. Damn, I might go watch that. Fuck, all those games are at 7 and then 9.30. <laughs> That's what I hate about the Sunday games. They're, they're always, like, really early. Yeah. And then Monday, uh, Crystal Palace hosts Manchester City. 
They beat Manchester City last time. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, two nil. Yeah, they're they're the last team to to beat City. No, no, because didn't uh, City lose very recently? I'm pretty sure they lost. Hmm. Oh well, besides Tottenham, sorry, besides Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, before yeah. Tottenham, they were the last team. To yeah, beat yeah, them. yeah. Um, yeah I, I forgot t- about Tottenham. I forget about that. No, I think City are, are fucking... They're, they're not going to forget that game, bro. It was very grimy. Um, and I think City will do the work. And I love Vieira, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top manager. Zaha and all Zaha, that. But, you know, yeah, City are just... They're on a mission right now. And then a midweek match week, um, Brighton versus Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll give Tottenham the benefit of the doubt. So for their third win in a row. Yeah, I'm giving them too much credit, but... <laughs> it's, it's only because they're in good form, you know? In good form. Yeah, so I'll give it to Tottenham, maybe 1-2-0, somewhere, some, somewhere yeah, around Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, wow, Arsenal ah. versus Liverpool. Wow, man, and I love the timing of that game. Um, Wow. Oh, yeah, because of... Uh, it's it, just, isn't isn't it, it a um, daylight savings adjustment? This week, yeah. The, it yeah, is, yeah, okay, so it's at one fifteen our time. Man, there's so many games on oh, that game. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I'll i take a draw, man. I know. Call me crazy. I know Liverpool are the better team. Yeah. Um, I just think Liverpool are too good. They'll, they'll pull it off 2-1. Fair enough, yeah. Okay, so there's that. And then we'll go over Champions League. Uh, reviews and then previews. Or? Reviews and previews. Uh, all right. So let's get going. La Champions! Um, fuck. Manchester City draws with Sporting, and I didn't watch it, man, because I was too fixated on the Madrid-PSG match. Right, right. Uh, tell me about that. <laughs> oh, it was, it was boring. But, um, they didn't know the City have a goal called off? They had a goal called off. They had a few penalties that truthfully should have been called, but I didn't give a fuck, man. 5-0 the first. 5-0. It's like, why am yeah. I going to stress it? It was. It felt like a practice exercise um, with the B team. With the B team, <laughs> Pep started some guy I'd never heard of, Egan uh, Riley. I want to say was his name, uh, right back, and you know James McAtee came on. You know it, it was a it was an unserious. Did Kai thing. Key come on? No, you know he was supposed to, but Mares came on instead uh, in the second half. Why? I don't Why know. risk it? Yeah, and I was thinking the same, but you know, huh. right now with the fact that City aren't even playing. Um, well, I guess they will be playing FA soon, but they have they didn't play Carabao games, so they're pretty fresh, you know. They're playing uh, once a week, so I, you know, it was good. Um, Foden played one half, Bernardo as well, and the second half, Mares it's came. It's so up. wild that they um, that they're so able to rotate like that, man. Yeah, Pep's got it down it's to a, a it's tee. a good and I'm I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists, but it's a good thing that they got kind of a weak draw for the round of sixteen for their. For their season in the yeah. league as well. Yeah, I mean, it works out. The thing is, like, our next draw is still going to be tough, whoever we get, because the teams get better, obviously. But, you know, yeah, it's helpful. And, and this is yeah. the first year that, I mean, the first year in, like, four or five years that they're not, that they didn't finish in the in the Carabao Cup. So they're actually, and relatively healthy, apart from Ruben Diaz, who will be out for, like, a month. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he picked up a pretty uh, bad injury. 
Yeah, it's a hamstring, so Pep's like... Wow, those are those are the worst, He says man. he feels good, but we know not to rush it, so, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just I'd rather have him healthy at go, the end. Go through some therapy, some strengthening, strengthening exercises. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but don't yeah, rush man. that shit. You don't uh, need to come back, man. But, not much to say about that game, man. There's really yeah, nothing. Yeah, I, I, I knew from the get-go that I wasn't really going to pay attention to it just because... Yeah. Well, Even the, I, the Madrid... Yeah. The Madrid oh, that PSG was the game I watched yeah. more of. I was more interested in yeah. the Madrid game. And, that, and that's crazy for you because you always, always fixate on your city no matter what. Yeah. And, you know, it Surprise. was it was sad that, that sporting fans still even showed up. They were so uh, fed up with how dominant, dominated they were. They started do, doing the Poznan, which is the the famous oh. ba- uh, you know Balkan celebration where they face outward uh, from the oh, field. Oh man, yeah, it's like they were doing that at the at the United game too. Oh well, yeah, that's when oh, um, it's that's, that, like, that's the ultimate fucking. That's I think that's worse than the Ole chant. I think it's such a piss take, bro, and they yeah. haven't done it in so long. And I know Pep wanted to crack a smile, but he's about humility, so he just kind of looked back and looked down, like oh. you know, <laughs> it's not. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. So it's a funny celebration, but it was actually originated in Poland for people that want to look it up. Called the Poznan. Poznan. It's a proper proper piss take, and I think more more sports should do it too. By the way, yeah. you're blowing out a team by 20 points in the NBA, face the other <laughs> way, and start jumping up and down. That'll piss people off. But yeah, yeah that'll start a fight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I guess one other notable thing about that match, just to add some sauce to it, was uh, Pep's comments about Kyle Walker uh, and his suspension. Yeah, uh, you can you can uh, take the reins on that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's not wrong, but he's. I thought he was a bit harsh on them. Um, you know, in the last knockout, I mean, the last group game, it was almost unnecessary. It was stupid. I I, I don't know if there was something. <laughs> no, I mean, I meant Pep's comments. I, it was almost oh. like I'm sure they had their own private conversation about it, and the th- and even yeah. Walker knows he's an experienced guy, so yeah. you know. But it was it was a dumb foul from Walker. It, it, was, it was. I don't know why he was frustrated. It might have been a personal thing, like maybe a foul, sure. and he's like, I'm going to get you back. But um, it really should have been a two-game ban. It shouldn't have been three, but whatever. It happened. Um, It'll just be fresher. Something about Pep's demeanor while saying that, because he cracked a little grin in the middle of that. I don't know if he's being sarcastic, you know, if that's just a way for him to manipulate the media. Because things look good between him and, and Kyle. You know, on the derby, everything was, was gravy. So I really don't I know. I think he even made a, a reference to the to the derby. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, he did, he did, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I didn't want to look too deep into that. City or through, that's the important part. And, I mean, just waiting. Easy. Yeah, just waiting to see who we play next, man. I'm very curious. You know, it's tough to say that certain teams. Oh, my God. That would have been filthy. It's tough to say that that teams get an easy run or an easy draw in Champions League. But City is the best team in Europe as it stands, I think. and Lisbon, Sporting Lisbon, you know, there there's several levels beneath. Yeah, they don't stack City, up. man. Uh, that's just the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that's that it. was all they really. Oh, also, I mean, small small moment, but uh, Scott Carson, he got to play in the, in the last like maybe twenty minutes of the game. Uh, he's he's like thirty six, uh, crazy career. Um, yeah. Zach Steffen is still injured. He has some kind of injury, so Scott Carson came on. And I think it was just for the fact. To give him like a that a, official Champions League experience. Yeah, I mean, cause I mean he's played in the Champions League before, but it was back in like '06. With who? Uh, you could look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm looking uh, Cause, cause somebody mentioned it. He was like, uh, both, uh, you know, Messi and this guy played in so and so. I remember that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, was I like, wow, that. these guys, 
taking a piss, but I mean, oh, Liverpool, I guess. Yeah, are are we able to say that Scott Carson def- deserves an England call up? He's the only English keeper to play in the knockout stages for Champions League. Nah, I'm, I'm just taking the piss. I'm, I'm just trying to think of who else might be there. And nobody, nobody. Yeah. Right? I mean, England is kind of, right now, not doing too well in that department. I mean, Pickford. A Ra- Ramsdale? Ramsdale, I think, is good, by the way. I think going forward. Um, Ramsdale is probably better than Pickford right now. Although Pickford had a hell of a game against City. I don't know if uh, the Everton game, if you remember. He yeah, had a, a yeah, lot of good saves. I, I, yeah, I guess. He's... he's I guess he's a good keeper. For experience, give you, it to you him. You can't but blame him for Everton's shitty-ass season this year. Nah, nah. Not but uh, even Dean Henderson, to an extent, is, is pretty good. Um, who else? Nick Pope? Nick Pope. Yeah. I mean, after... It, I guess not, they don't have anyone in the level of, like, Allison and Ederson and... Oh, no, no. Not Mendy. Yeah. Those guys. And as bad as Joe Hart was sometimes, like, that's really, like, the last goalkeeper they had with, like, some kind of pedigree. Championship experience. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, moving on from City uh, Sporting uh, Lisbon. Again, Real Madrid beat PSG 3-1. to one. What a fucking game, man. Yeah, she was I was crazy. so hyped for that shit. I love seeing that, man. I was I've, I texted my friend who was also a Real Madrid fan, and I, I didn't say anything other than I fucking love Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> I think the whole I was, world... I was proud of the whole... Of the way they, they played and... and uh, yeah. Especially when you when you consider the shit ass game that was the first leg, this was night and day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you almost think like, did they play possum? Nah, 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 can't nah, be, nah, can't nah, be. Nah, nah. That, that was just bad tactics uh, but, and a bad match. Yeah, but anyway, um, Liverpool lose to Inter Milan at home. I think yeah. it's their first. <laughs> there was a kind of a um, a funny comment made out there that. I'm just glad that this is uh, Virgil van Dijk's first loss at Anfield. Right, right, right. Yeah. And mind you, to, to a 10-man Inter Milan, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I uh, There's levels. There's levels, And, and I don't think Inter Milan are anywhere near Liverpool right now. No, not Even though all. Liverpool aren't at the best level. But, you know, that's the that's wild it's, part. If that, it means much. That they, they made it much closer than it should have been. I thought uh, Liverpool were going to win this draw, like, you know. I think Liverpool uh, Inter, Inter played their best, and yeah. Liverpool Liverpool Just played cruised. bad. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't find any urgency, but that, that's cause for concern too, especially uh, with the league being so close, and with their I guess quadruple aspirations. Right. I right. don't know if that's possible. It would be insane, man. Ah, man. Yeah, it would be. But they can pull it off, I guess, just depending on how the league goes. Yeah, it's um, still possible for sure. But yeah, uh, Liverpool uh, advance on a two to one aggregate, and then uh, Bayern beat the shit, the living shit out of uh, Salzburg seven to one. The first match was a draw, and the second one was a wash. Uh, Lewandowski with a with a hat trick in the span of fifteen minutes. Right, no, ten minutes. I think it was ten, or no, no, it might have been fifteen. You might be right. He scored in the because ten sounds too quick. He scored two penalties starting in the twelfth, the twenty first, and oh, then the okay, third yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck, eleven minutes. Not bad. Not I don't know bad. if that means anything, but yeah, it was a quick, a uh, quick three piece. Yeah, two penalties though. Uh, Gnabry scored, Muller scored, and Sane scored. Um, no, it was so easy for them, man. They just picked them apart. They, I think, yeah, I think they really showed their level uh, yeah. from what what happened three weeks ago. Salzburg uh, got one goal, um, assisted by Brendan Aronson, nonetheless. Yeah, and Kiergaard, uh scored it. Yes, sir. Uh, but Brendan Aronson, man, he's uh, is he moving to the prem soon? 
it's looking like it. Uh, but uh, Brendan Aronson, my bad. Some I, I had mentioned that I forgot where on Twitter, and some guy is like, "You really think he's going to Leeds? How about Leeds actually stay in the Prem first, and maybe they could start talking about?" I'm like, "I think they'll stay in the Prem, bro. Like, I think they'll pull it off." But I know there's still that concern with Leeds, but I hope Leeds stay up, and then if we see Brendan Aronson in, um, you know, in the Prem, you mentioned that. He has one of the, the the most distance covered in in Europe, I believe, or even just in yeah. yeah. Coming into this match, he he had the most distance covered um, by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of goes to show, yeah, he's built for that sort of lead system. Well, I mean, as it was under Bielsa, I don't know if uh, Jesse Marsh has the same philosophies, similar philosophy, similar, similar yeah. with the pressing and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, Bielsa is just different. He's Uncar- you know, unorthodox. Very, very rigid in his yeah. uh, philosophies as well. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it'd be good to see Aronson go, go to a higher level than Salzburg. Salzburg, even though they're a perennial uh, Champions League team, they're, they're never really regarded that highly. So for them to make it to the round of 16 is kind of a success on its own. Yeah. Yeah. But when you, when you lose 7-1 to against Munich, you kind of show that there's a pretty big disparity in level. And of course they, they you know they they did play one of the best teams in the tournament. So, I mean it sucks, but you know it's the truth. Um, another thing, and this is like random, it just sprang to my mind since we talked about Leeds right now. You remember that one uh, commentator or analyst? She was she was a woman, and she got a lot of flack for this. She's like, Marcelo Marcelo Bielsa won't last. This Leeds team won't last. He's gonna run them into the ground. <laughs> and this and that, and it's like, damn, did she? Are you giving your credit for that, for predicting it, or? Um, no, because that was like two years ago. Fair play. That was a long time ago, wasn't fairs, it? Fairs, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I have to watch that back. But, you know, if it almost felt like what she said was not too far off. Yeah, but did, did the players get injured because of that? Uh, I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah we'll I want to know how much of an impact the injuries that they've sustained all season uh, went into uh, are a factor of that. One thing that we can highlight is uh, Bielsa's stubbornness into calling up younger players. He just rather played players in in, uh, in opposite positions than they're good at. Like Ailing, he's not a he's not a center back by any means. He no. and he played him there all season. Stuart Dallas, you know, it, it's a lot of problems for for Leeds, and it's not just them being burnt out. Yeah. Just unfortunate injuries, I, I think. Rafinha kind of dropped the level in the last couple months. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, that, the whole team. I mean, there's there's hard to oh, I mean, there's hard to to pick a bright spot on that team. Truthfully, yeah, yeah. So I don't know that that opinion. I think was bad. It was bad then, and and it's not really relevant now. In my opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, do you want to go ahead and predict uh, or next a week's preview? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ajax, Benfica, man, I think this That's game so is good, slept man. on. Yeah, That's it's so good. Two uh, two currently going back to uh, Netherlands. I would say Ajax have the better form, just by a, a slim margin. I'll, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. Um, it might even take extra time, but I'll, I'll give it to them by by one goal. It could be maybe two one, three two, one zero. Sebastian I'd Haller. Say. Yeah, I mean Sebastian Haller um, in the grand scheme. He's going to finish as one of the highest scoring European strikers in all of Europe's, you know, major leagues. I'm not going to say top five because uh, Netherlands isn't there. But, you know, yeah. Um, wow. He's having a, a hell of a season. Yeah. Champions League wise. Um, Even in the in the Dutch League, too, I think he's one of the uh, 
you know, the better or one of the top scorers in the league. But um, yeah, yeah um, I'll give it to Ajax too. Yeah, but I mean, uh, they have uh, the better manager. I feel. Oh yeah, um, but I think by more comfortable margin, two nil. Fair enough. Yeah. Can't forget about Darwin Nunez. Yeah, he's good. Um, but let's also not forget about uh, the the best six in Goncacaf. That's right. That's right. Oh, uh, that would be uh, Edson Alvarez if you're not familiar. Right, right. Uh, anyway, um, the next one is just as good. United, uh, Madrid, Atlético uh, Madrid. Atlético Madrid. Man, it um. It's a champion. They've team. had a couple good results uh, lately. Um, Atletico. And Joao's looking kind of better. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, got to see his he's games had, this He's scored more, yeah. He scored more, and he's had a few goals called off. He's made great movements. Um, yeah, I think it's about time uh, Cholo uh, unleashes him, really. He has to. And man. I don't think Atletico have that bad of depth. They just have certain positions where they don't have that, which is unfortunately their defense. Um, I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, United, United win. Anything's possible. United, United take it. Uh, by one goal, whether it's two one, three two, one nil. Uh, yeah, I think I think United will pull it off. I believe the same thing, but on the other end, I think Atletico barely scraped by one nil. I they, I thought they played better the first match. Yeah, at the very. Oh end. yeah, yeah. No, United were fortunate to not lose. Yeah, so I'm I'm just going off of that, have but anything seen, can happen. Have you yeah. seen the video of uh, Ronaldo walking off the pitch and not stepping on the Atletico uh, badge or um, emblem? I guess. Yeah, I, I <laughs> thought I thought that was like you know just so humble, a good him. sign of humility. Yeah, nah. so, I don't know. I felt like people blew it up too much. I'm like, yeah. maybe he just has common sense and doesn't want to step on something that was placed there. I don't know. Maybe he maybe there was spit. Before it, where he just kind of walked around it. I don't know. Yeah, people look at that sometimes, too, when pe- players kind of spit on the badges. I've seen that before. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be... Both of those games, by the way, are very tight. It's hard to predict. I think, uh, yeah, I think they're good games. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll do the multicasting. The yeah. And then uh, to round it off, um, Lille versus Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Chelsea takes that. Uh, yeah, Lille, Lille is bad Lille, this Lille, year. Lille's not good. Uh <laughs> I made a point to make sure that everyone knew that Lille was 11th place last time Chelsea uh, played them. Smacked them. And I don't know where they're at right now. Um, oh, they're in 7th place now. Still bad. Yeah, not good. Not good from the championship that they won, but less of a room for me to talk shit when uh, Chelsea beat the shit out of them. Uh, yeah. 3-0. I don't know. 3-1. Fair, fair, fair enough. And then uh, this one's good. Juve versus Villarreal. They're, they're tied mm. as we speak. That one's so hard. I think uh, Villarreal is is in a good moment right now, um, and Juve lost one of their best players. Yeah, uh, in the same match. Uh, Fuck man, it's so best, hard. Best in Nikini. At the same time, they've also strengthened the, the the team up so much. You know, Zakaria now who can take that spot up. Rabio, say what you want about him, but for Juventus, he serves a purpose. He's their level. He he can you know play his role. And uh, let's not forget Vlahovic. Vlahovic at up top, Locatelli. I mean, it's not a bad team. It's still going to be tight, but I'll I'll just give the the minor edge to Juventus because they have a big game player. We remember how quick uh, he scored against Villarreal in the first match, and I think he's just lethal. All he needs is is really a half chance, and it's that uh that sense for goal that he has really. 
that, that I think uh, I don't think Villarreal have anybody on that caliber. But mm. they do have a more cohesive unit as a whole. They're they're well managed. Well managed. They're well managed. Very good back line. I'll take Villarreal. Fair enough. Hey, hey. I'll take Villarreal. I get you. Hey, you gotta go for the for the La Liga side, am I right? <laughs> the La Liga. Home is La home. La Liga. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, Juve are, are on a good moment right now. But I also think Villarreal are good and. Uh, as far as management goes, I think uh, Unai Emery is more suited right now and in a in a more confident position with his team than uh, um, what's his name? Allegri. Allegri. I always want to say uh, Agnelli, but Agnelli. that's the owners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's my prediction. I'll take a uh, Villarreal. Man, I'll take them two zero. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> that'd be no, that'd be very, uh, very, um, you know, commanding from them. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. This this second wave of games are much more. I mean, I know the PSG Madrid one was very competitive. Be, besides that, these games that we got caught this week were almost fork on. This this week coming up, I mean, damn. I mean, I always felt that Liverpool were gonna win. I always felt Bayern were gonna win. I always felt City were gonna win. I thought PSG were gonna win. But that that was the most competitive fixture of all of those. This week of we this have, whole round, yeah. N- this week is where like the tight games are at. Yeah, besides yeah, where Chelsea, where the teams are are level in terms of uh, talent, and talent, and even aggregate score. You yeah, know? yeah. Even though away goals don't matter no anymore, you know it's it's gonna be a good watch. Can't wait. I, I remember seeing an opinion on Reddit. It's like, oh, too bad the away goal doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like, what what do you mean? Uh, Real Madrid won on aggregate. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's not a factor. They they were gonna try and go after it anyway. I I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's that's everything. Um, oh well, do you want to talk about Barcelona? They're they're kind of heating up. Yeah, I they're mean, third place, I think, in La Liga. Third place. They're currently tied with Atleti, if I'm not mistaken, with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know we don't really touch on Europa too much. Obviously, they got out of that and onto the next round. They play Galatasaray tomorrow. That's going to be a big test. And ultimately, I think they'll win that that bout. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's undeniable. Their form is good. Solid unbeaten run currently. Uh, you know, when Xavi took over it, I want to say they were eighth, right, or seventh? Somewhere, somewhere or not. They were third. down bad. And, you know, so, I mean, it, they're looking better. But in, in La Liga, they're not really posing a threat. Obviously, they're putting they're putting pressure on Atletico though. Who again, one of the well, most Atletico and um, and Real Betis. Yeah, Betis as well, and, and Seville who continue kind of like you know staying in that in that top they, two. They lost. No, I think they drop points, and uh, yeah, Real Madrid as it stands are uh, eight points clear. Yeah, they're comfortable right now, and and I think that also allows them to to really like go hard in, in the champs as well. Not worry about that so much, but yeah, uh, Barca looking much better, for sure. Yeah, Real Madrid beat uh, Posiedad, uh, who's also like one of those teams that that's in the conversation of getting into a Champions League spot. Right, four-one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Asensio's been playing good, uh, even though he kind of got taken out a little early this uh, today for the Champions League, which was the correct decision. Yeah, uh, Benz and and Vinny just keep connecting, and yeah, man, it's, and Kamavinga too. You know, Kama, nice oh, goal. what a banger! And Godric just yeah, being yeah. being uh, fuck a marvel of a player. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, totally. No, he's playing so good. I mean, there was a moment today too where he 
he had the ball kind of close in his area. He had to peel out and come out towards the corner flag. Such tight ball control. It's almost Messi-esque at times, you know, the way he's the, able the, to corral he's, it. He's a, he's a very tricky player. Getting the ball off of him is is, is very... Very uh, tough, yeah. Without fouling, it, it's, a, it's an effort that you have to do, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I think that's everything, man. Uh, anything else you got to get off your chest? No, not necessarily. I mean, you know, I think we actually talked about a lot and excited for the games coming up, really. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did? Um, well, Galaxy, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Galaxy... <laughs> Uh, Two well, wins that, in a row. That, that was think. a pretty big deal, actually. Because, um, uh, yeah. Biggest MLS attendance, seventy. I think it was like 75,000 in Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah, out of all uh, fucking places. They, they did a stat where it was the, I want to say the third biggest football event, regardless of... Uh, of um, yeah, any, of any, uh, any magnitude. Of any league or yeah. tournament this season. So, you know, it, it, was, it was huge. They have a big-ass stadium, too, Charlotte, which... Um, Big you know, stadium. Unfortunately, they still haven't got a win or even a goal. But nice lights, they stink, everything. Man, they're not yeah. good. No, I mean, as you can expect, the Galaxy overran them, um, and it's a miracle that they only scored one. I think that's one of the biggest problems for Galaxies. They're not. They're a bit wasteful. A whole lot. They're very wasteful. I mean, great goal from Efrain Alvarez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Left footed, far post in the top bins. Easy as you like. He said, "It's LA everywhere." We're home everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Galaxy, right. Galaxy's the biggest franchise in in MLS, right? Yeah, yeah, biggest club. Count count the count the trophies. Just, you know? Yeah, look no further than the stars. Yeah, that's right, that's right. LAFC. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Any anything else? No, no. I think that uh, yeah, that surmises it well. We're excited, uh, getting into the thick of things now. We're gonna. Uh, it's gonna. Enjoy it's getting it. juicy. Yes, sir. Very juicy. Anyway. Um, no mas violencia. God damn it. Yeah, no more violence. And again, thoughts with Ukraine still. That's still going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. All yeah. right, guys. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. We'll be back next week for 86. Come on.